Today on the program, sticking feathers up your butt does not make you a chicken. It's Fight Club. To the rewatch party, I am your host Nick. Joining me today is the lard to my soap, Anthony. How you doing, bud? I, I'm perplexed on how to feel about. <laughs> <laughs> I know I almost didn't do it. I was like, "Is that gonna be? Is that gonna be rude?" <laughs> Fuck it. I'm gonna. You make the soap that is the show possible. See how that works. Provide the lather. Yes. <laughs> you provide. You are the essential component of the soap. And that voice you will recognize because we've already told you how we make the sausage. We do at multiple episodes at a time. So Manny's still hanging out in the theater. There's yeah. no reason to keep up the pretense. I'm the sausage. You are the... Soap yep. doesn't typically have sausage. Soap doesn't have sausage. Though. Don't go well <laughs> it together. Is when, it is <laughs> when I'm bathing. It's like a nice treat. <laughs> oh, okay. What was the fucking uh, Ben Chang thing? Like mo- Nobody wants to see how the sausage is made. But I'll tell you how it's made. A bunch of ground up meat is put into a casing that's a combination between a dude's dong and a poop. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. There you go. That's Manny. That's me. That's you. <laughs> that's I'm just a combination of a man's dong and some wet poop. poop. <laughs> I prefer my foods to look like they could go in either end of me. <laughs> yes. Oh, now, uh, hor- horrible bosses when Jennifer Aniston's like standing at her window being all seductive and Jason Sudeikis is like, she was obvious. She had to know I was watching her. She was eating so many phallic shaped. There's so many phallic shaped foods you got. <laughs> <laughs> or also super bad, I guess. So he wasn't allowed to eat any phallic shaped foods. Like, you know how many foods are shaped like dicks? <laughs> Hot dogs, popsicles, all the best ones. All the best <laughs> foods. Corn dogs. Yeah. Oh, God. I love corn I dogs. I fucking love corn dogs, based. man. And then there's like corn on the cob and, and frozen corn. sugar. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> popsicles and bananas. And that's where yeah, Oh, back to bananas. <laughs> Um, today we are talking about Fight Club from 1999. Pretty close to last week's episode. Just yeah. sticking sticking in that same neighborhood. Late 90s. Episode, right? We're just not going to talk about it. What? We're just not going to talk about it. Short episode, right? Fight Club. Short, uh, Fight Club, short <laughs> episode. Um, I mean, we'll see. Time will tell. Uh, this is directed by David Fincher. Future episodes 7 and Zodiac. Director, both of those guy loves himself a fucked up movie. Well, fairly far. He's not like super fucked up. It's pretty fucked up. It's pretty fucked up. Uh, This is based on a book by Chuck Paul Nyak. He's pretty writes some pretty fucked up books. Writes some pretty fucked up books. Uh, God, what was the one he had? They made a movie with uh, fucking Sam Rockwell, like about swearing. I can't think of the name of it now. I don't know. I don't mind. Called I do like Sam Rockwell though, but I don't think I've yeah, seen I like movie. swearing. Yeah, it's some movie about like swearing. I can't remember the name of it. Fucking, I don't know. Weird. Dude wrote some really weird shit. Was he the one who wrote about the kid who sat on the drain at the bottom of the pool? I don't. I've never even <laughs> heard of because he had what some short this, stories that and he apparently thought like if you put put your butthole at the drain at the bottom of the pool, the suction of it like feels really good, and then end up like sucking his colon and, and stuff out of his body. What the fuck? Ask Chuck Polonick for you, yeah. All right. 
Uh, my pool, it's got like side drain things on it. It doesn't have so, a drain. Yeah, probably. I don't think you could get your ass against it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could. When there's a will, there's a way, let me tell you. It probably won't suck your colon out, though. It'll no suck, colon blow. It'll suck something, though. Um, but <laughs> where are you going? I've been, I just been blocked up the last couple of days. I'm getting in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Chuck says he got the idea for writing this after, uh, apparently he went camping one weekend and the people at the campsite next to him were too loud and he went to try to calm down. They beat the fuck out of him. And then that would that cause ne- trauma. That, that next Monday at work, nobody even said anything. Like nobody would comment or even like. Oh, with his. They were like very obviously not looking at his bruises and wounds and shit. That seems weird to me because like I've been plenty of times doing what I do. Like dudes come in and look like they've got the shit beat out of them, and I'm like, "What does the other guy look like?" (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, it's different. You're not in a cubicle setting, you know. Or I'll give him like a like a battered spouse hotline number or something. Yeah, (laughs) I've got to. I've got to admit that I've been. I've been in that situation. Not the. Not on the receiving end of the black eye, but on seeing people beat up at work, and And you're just like, like, nope. Not going to mention it. I'm not. That is. uh, It requires a certain degree of like I care for you as a person, but it's like I kind of don't. You're just kind of in the same office that I am in. Yeah, yeah. Like I can tell you're alive and you're well enough to come into work, so I'm good. I'm happy for that, but I don't care enough to like want to hear yeah, why you have I don't want to hear how you have that black eye. Because then you're going to tell me a whole story, and I'm going to have to listen to you talk. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to lose interest halfway through. I got I got one coworker. And, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to say his name, but some people will know just by description. But like, So I'm the van driver because we can't park on the job site, right? Everybody parks in a lot about a quarter mile away. Then they get in this fucking passenger van, and I drive them in and all that. He's the transporter. I am the transporter. Uh, so first thing in the morning, get in the van, <clears throat> get out of the parking spot, and then sit there, hazards on, waiting for people to climb in. This one dude comes over, opens up the door, and then stands there smoking a cigarette and just <laughs> talking like, hey, how you doing today? What's going on? What did you do last night? I was like, now I can't go anywhere because I got a fucking open van door. And he's just like... <laughs> I don't know, finish your cigarette, come in, climb into the van, and we can, like, don't open the goddamn, like, he's holding me hostage via conversation, and it's fucking annoying as shit. Or he'll even see other people get in, he's like, oh, I know Nick's gonna hate that, he hates talking first thing in the in morning, the fucking- I, I could just tell you're gonna be so annoying, like, then what the fuck are you doing? Why are you talking to me? Why are you doing this to me right now? The worst thing about that is when it's all water cooler talk. Mm. They're holding you hostage on just... Water cooler talk. Like, Some bullshit, what the yeah. fuck, no, man? If you come into work, if you come into my workplace, if you're, which usually, you know, the way that I work now, it's I, I, I train apprentices now full-time, but, like, it's usually crew. So you're usually pretty close. And then if a guy comes in, he's got a black eye or he looks beat up, I'm definitely going to make a comment, especially if I'm the one that gave him the black eye. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey, how's that, that eye definitely. feeling? How's your that eye feeling, Joe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you think next time. <laughs> Don't come around sniffing parts you don't want to know. <laughs> Whoa. <what? laughs> Fuck around and find out. <laughs> I feel like he gets in a lot of fights at dog parks or something. <laughs> <laughs> what you sniffing at, you little bitch? <laughs> <laughs> sniffing up the wrong tree. Uh, something. All right. So uh, as this movie starts, we get the good old 20th Century Fox. I was just thinking how I, I used to point that out a lot at the beginning. I talk about the the company logos and the distribution it and just, whatever. It's everywhere, though. Yeah. And then I kind of fell off that. So we're back to 20th Century Fox on this. We take pride. We took pride in our production company. Uh, 
Um, so now we get this super edgy 90s movie opening, right? We got some shitty new metal song and we're like cruising along like brain synapses or something. Some super CGI roadmap of yeah. fucking, I don't know what it is, but this immediately was copied by like X-Men and everything else that came out right after this. I think even Matrix probably had an opening like it. Uh, probably during it's the real credits thing to do. Yeah. And so then after this, we cut, uh, we cut to find Edward Norton with a gun in his mouth. And he never has a name in this movie. He's he's narrator, even because uh, we always have uh, captions yeah, on. I guess yeah, it's the narrator. So maybe we should say spoiler alert. If you oh yeah. Seen. Oh there's, yeah. There's no That's way true. that we can talk about this movie <laughs> without, without spoiling. Talking it. previous episode about how like ah certain movies maybe you want to pause and watch first, but otherwise you know you could listen. Yeah, but you really probably wanna, definitely you watch, watch this movie before you listen to this. if you ha- if for some crazy how you haven't seen Fight Club yet in the year of our Lord 2022. I bet there's a lot, because you're talking like this, like, you know, now well, you got millennials. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think... Not millennials. Yeah, what are they doing uh, listening they to Gen, this show, though? Gen, Gen Z or whatever, yeah. Gen I mean, Z kids. They're going to look at the titles of the movies we were talking about and be like, what the fuck are these old dudes doing? Oh, no, oh, they're, they're, like, no there's going to be a group of those kids that are like, oh, yeah, that's vintage. I like that. That's yeah, cool. I got a retro shirt about man. this movie. I'm going to listen to that. Yeah, well, then they probably would about monkey boners. Yeah. Oh, there was a whole talk about monkey boners. That's right. We like uh, that was an exorcist, right? Yeah, that was exorcist. <laughs> oh man, it's so hard to keep track of all of our bits, um, monkey boners and comedy bits. Yeah, so um, yeah, he's got a gun in his mouth. He has no name. Uh, some, I mean, I've I've seen some things call him Jack because of the so, whole I am Jack, I am Jack, bile reject or whatever. If I can and think. I mean, as we will learn later in the movie, there is an instant where he's picking up some journals, and yeah. it's just a bunch of. I, I am Jack's, Jack's Medulla yeah. Amagata. I am Jack's yeah. whatever. Yeah, so. that, that dude's name is Jack. Although, the, what's the what's he the ends name? up he ends up taking that over. So like, as Tyler does more and more fucked up shit, he'll say like, "I am Jack's complete lack of surprise," or "I am Jack's whatever." And he kind of adopts the journals that he was reading. So he yeah. gets called Jack's. Uh, sometimes, like people writing about the movie, but he's credit Edward Norton is credited as a narrator. When you have closed captions, and it's the narrator. On, he's the narrator. It's just he's now, just narrator. What was the what's the author of the Chuck Chuck? In his second book, because he wrote a second book, he actually named him Sebastian. Really? Yeah. So hmm. he definitely he has a name. Technically, I'm gonna call him Jack. I didn't realize there was a second book. I just read the first one. Yeah, I just saw that on the trivia portion of the IMDb page. Uh, yeah, I was going through and reading some of that, but there are like four thousand fucking entries, and I was like, I am not reading all. Of oh, these. and they're not like little bits of information. Either. Oh, they're, they're all like huge, big ass paragraphs. Like, yeah, nah, I fuck. started kind of reading some, but and so I, I'm like, going to be honest. When I was watching this, when I kind of phoned it in. Yeah, I was like, I ain't, <laughs> so ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> yeah, no, fuck. So, but let me know when you're ready for their ages and how much the bu- movie budget and gross. <laughs> well, was. tell like, us about the budget. Let's well, talk about that budget. Well, all right, this movie Thanks was kind asking. of a failure, right? <laughs> It was a sixty-three million dollar budget, and it had a total gross of one hundred and one million. So, I, I mean, I, I didn't put down the opening weekend or anything. I had like that. A, as of now, it's only one hundred and one million. That uh, that was the latest that they had on IMDb. I had oh, 37, man, I 37 million domestically. Is what it made. Now, um, opening weekend. It bombed. Yeah, opening weekend. It bombed at thirty. Yeah, because I remember my cousin Eric. Remember the one that I lived with, and we had the Evil Dead marathons. Back to those episodes, but. He was like, man, have you seen this movie? And I think it was already out on video. Like, I didn't even have any idea about its existence during the theater portion. It was like, I think he brought over the VHS because it was the 90s. And, you know, 
People didn't like the movie. Yeah. This one came out in 99, right? Yeah. 99, yeah. yeah. So he was like, check this out. And I had never even fucking heard of it. So yeah, I guess it was pretty underground. But um, so now he, uh, what, the first line of the movie is people are always asking me if I know Tyler Durden. Right, and there's something about the taste of gunmetal in your mouth, and he couldn't help but think about where that gun had been and if it was clean or not <laughs> and shit like that. And so then Tyler Durden, even if the gun is properly cleaned, it's covered in oil. <laughs> yeah, right. It's got a lot of shit. I don't even it. want a clean gun in my clean, mouth. clean germ wise, not clean gun wise. <laughs> yeah, um, but so then Tyler Durden, who was Brad Pitt, and Brad Pitt in this movie, Jesus, I mean he he looks hot as fuck. Just the whole. The whole wardrobe and how all this of his shirts uh, stop at like belly button. Yeah, he you had his crop tops. He's and then wearing the, like sweet, like kind of seventy oh, style, dude, like colors. Yeah. Leather but he jacket. Had, so you know, there's the V. People get the V, but his <sighs> yeah. V, his V sticks out farther than his abs. He has like the biggest goddamn V anybody's ever had. Luscious V of hair. Oh, it's just like <laughs> it leads you. It leads you to where <laughs> you want. God, yeah. dude, Bye-bye. Brad, save <laughs> save some fucking sex appeal for the rest of the world. Save like some Jesus pussy for Christ, the rest dude. Of us, man. <laughs> God, I'm drowning a straight in it. man. Until I watched this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I was a straight man until Brad Pitt comes to do it. That's right, dude. He's, he's like 36 years old during He was this 36 movie. in yeah, this? Like I, Bru- I thought Bruce he'd be Willis, younger than that. Bruce Willis needs to be unconscious. I just need half a shirt. I think he got paid <laughs> $17 million for this movie. God damn. That's crazy. And uh, Norman. Norman? Edward Norton. Edward Norman. Why don't call him fucking Norman? He looks you're dumb. Like a, he looks like a Norman. <laughs> you, he looks like a fucking a, Norman. You're a Norman. Norton was 30. I don't know why because I always do that like when I just watch movies I'm like how old was this actor when this movie came out yeah and so, how yeah. old are they and how old are they supposed to be and all that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and the only I just have I have uh, Norton and Helena uh, Helena Bonham Carter was 33 33 um, um, but uh, so HBC I think man the year before this I think was American History X yeah, just Where before Ed- this. Edward Norton got like massive. He went from like being really scrawny and like primal fear or whatever was the year before, and then all of a sudden American History X comes out and he's like fucking Stallone jacked. And then this is the year after where he's back to being a scrawny little guy. And I think he even got a call from Arnold who's like, Okay, dude, I've I am the Mr. Olympia. Like I am the fucking king of kings, but how the fuck did you do that? Like, how did you go yeah. from zero to 20 back to zero? Like, what the fuck, dude? What's your secret, man? Yeah. Tell me your secret. Why? Do you want to be scrawny? Well, well, no. Then what the fuck, Arnold? Like, he, like I really feel like I'm I could sorry probably I got get, jacked like, fast, but you already jacked. So like what do you Chris care? Pratt when he got yeah, right. into like a Star-Lord. So like it, oh, he yeah, went from yeah. being like kind of like a little soft and chubby, and, uh, dude, chubby Parks, guy from Parks and Rec. Yeah. Parks and Rec, yeah. And then he get in. But like if I could afford... Just to oh, hire absolutely. somebody to be like, hey, fat ass, get on the bike. Or, hey, don't eat that, dummy, and stop drinking that or whatever. Yeah, then uh, I probably the, could, too. I need someone to fucking tackle yeah, me when uh, I'm uh, Rob, I'm Rob from Always Sunny in Philadelphia had to get super jacked for something. And he put a picture on like Instagram of him just being just superhero shredded. And he captioned it was like, it's super easy. Like, all you got to do is have a whole bunch of money to have personal trainers and a dietitian and never eat a carb again in your life and give up everything you love. And, you know, (laughs) and I kind of made a joke, but like, this is horribly unattainable. So don't look at this and think that you're doing something wrong because you don't look like this. And then Kamal, whatever, the comedian who got in shape for the Eternals movie Uh, did the the same thing. I mean, he didn't he didn't like do it in a sarcastic way. He was just like. No, I had to pay a whole lot of people. Like, I had a whole crew of people, and I worked 
all day, like literally eight hours a day, every day to, to do this. It's a full-time job. Because I was yeah. getting paid to do it for a movie role. This is not attainable. This is not real. Right. Yeah, Stop. I mean, if, you, if you're working like a regular job, you're not going to get that. No, you're no. Not, you, these, there's ain't no fucking way. You, like, I mean, work, you can, you can get that. Work for a lot of these people. You can get in good shape, out. yeah. I mean, yeah. you get in shape. You could, yeah, you, I could definitely be in better shape than I'm in. Sure, but... Do I but, want like, to be that long? Yeah, At and of course, cost, then, then, really? but then they have dietitians, so like they they eat certain things a certain amount at a certain time, and it's, you know it's all dialed in to work in and 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 maximize on it and whatever. Like if you're gonna actually eat real food like you want and have to work or whatever, you're not gonna attain it. But yeah, I can't but give, anyway, I can't so give up my favorite alcoholic beverage. It's, oh yeah, you can't do so, any of that. It's that called it's called a lot. <laughs> Anyway, so Edward Norton uh, pulls a real fucking, can't think of his name, fucking Batman. Christian Bale. B- Christian Bale, thank you. Yeah, I was about to mention that guy. Where he's just like fully crazy. body morphs for roles just on the whim. I think the one body morph that I was most impressed with was what Matthew McConaughey for like a Dallas oh, uh, Buyers yeah, yeah, Club or whatever. He, like, <laughs> look, he looked nasty. Yeah, like that would, what he just don't eat anything, I guess. What just, was it? Dallas he was Byers an AIDS Club. patient, Dallas yeah. Buyers Club. Oh, I haven't, I haven't. Seen oh that. my God, no. he got, he like, well, he didn't go. I mean, well, even Chris, like when he's in True Detective, like he lost a bunch of weight. Christian for that. Bale in The Machinist, it, it oh, takes yeah. the cake for just like, oh my God, he's, I don't know how he did not. Anyway, he did that right after one of the Batman movies. Right? Before, before he did that, he was like under a hundred pounds or right around a hundred pounds for that movie, and then bulked up to almost two hundred of muscle for Batman Begins in the within a year. I think that would take a toll Jesus on your car or something. Yeah, that's yeah. got to do something. Probably no more than the bacon and alcohol. <laughs> that I, yeah, right? Exactly. All the shit I'm doing right. to my body. All right, <laughs> so anyway, Fight Club. Brad, Brad Pitt has a V. All right, his V is very... His V... Follow us for more fitness tips. Yeah. His V is very powerful and very present. But he's talking about the, the devil... pubes down to the ball, fro. Yeah. <laughs> None of it on Brad. Brad is hairless, <laughs> except for the top of his head. He's a beautiful like fucking a Mexican specimen. Dog. Like a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, even they have a little bit of hair. It's a little bit of fuzz. It's on the top of their heads. <laughs> All right. So he's talking about the demolition committee of Project Mayhem. And they have put tons of C4 and stuff under all these buildings. And then the narrator goes... I know this because Tyler knows this. And you're just like, what? Okay, wait a minute. I had some new metal and some CGI brain shit. And then there's a gun in a dude's mouth. And now something about Tyler. How do you know stuff? Because he knows it. And what the fuck is project? What the fuck is going on? He's talking in riddles, man. I know. You're just like, whoa. Like what? I mean, it was that, that late nineties into early two thousands era of movie making. It was just like shock factor. Let's fucking crawl. I mean, it was just this whole over-the-top crazy shit thing that we were doing at the time, you know? Um, so It was a crazy time. It was a crazy, crazy time. Crazy time in movies. Crazy time in movies. So all of this, the guns, the bombs, all this revolution, all this shit, can't help but think it has something to do with a girl named Marla Singer. And then it cuts back to immediately Edward Norton getting slammed in between these giant tits. Clothed tits. Uh, no, clothed, right. clothed, clothed tits. Bitch tits. What is Bi- that? Big old bitch tits. Bob's Bitch Tits. Meatloaf. Which sounds like a hell of a restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) I'd eat there. (laughs) Hell yeah. Milk with every meal. (laughs) Milk. Oh, that's uh, 
<laughs> that's uh, instead, of, instead of the instead of the rolls, look it you up. Get just milk. But much like you're like, just motorboating these luscious breasts. Yeah. And you look up and it's just meatloaf smiling down at you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that un- not that much unlike Bob's in Manhattan, Kansas. <laughs> oh, Bob's Diner. Bob's uh, Diner. You ever had that big cunt? Big country. Big country. Big country. Hell yeah, I had that big, big country. country. I also if like, they don't have gravy on it, put chili on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I also like the bodacious B&G. That was my meal. Oh, mm, bodacious. bodacious. Bodacious b Anyway, so you get Bob's bitch tits. Now, this movie, just I, I do love this. Again, like it, we just we just hop right in. We we don't slow down. We, we You'll... you'll kind of get bits of exposition as we go along the way. Like, fuck you, viewer. We're going to blow your fucking mind. It's the 90s. And there's so fucking many movies that did this. So much grunge, man. Just just one minute you're sleeping, the next minute friggin' Bruce Willis has got his... (laughs) Oh, Bruce Willis has got his sweet (laughs) lips (laughs) And you're going. You're like, what the hell's happening? (laughs) (laughs) You wake up, oh, Bruce Willis' sweet lips. What does my mouth taste like? Cigarettes. Not without my consent. (laughs) Why am I I suddenly drunk? that word what is that word i keep hearing <laughs> <laughs> all right so yeah all right meatloaf now meatloaf has tits because he was uh he was a power lifter yes and a roider we find out later he's on roids and stuff but he had so much testosterone that when he wanted to stop lifting and stuff uh his body naturally kicked in a bunch of estrogen to try to counteract his abnormally large levels of testosterone so now he has Big old tits. And he big old big lost tits. his testicles to... to uh, yeah, yeah, he, he, he also, he also yeah. lost yeah. testicles, yeah. That was, and, uh, that's, and that's why we're here. We're in a group for men who have testicular cancer. But wait, we need to back up even more. Yep. So then the movie goes back even farther. He's like, I haven't slept in days. I have insomnia. And when you're insomniac, you uh, are never really awake. You're never really asleep. And he has this whole thing about how he can't sleep. And yeah, he's like at thing. the office making copies, and you just see the flashlight kind of panning across his face as he's deadpan. Uh, we get our very first... Tyler Flash, you know, the little little blips. Those things, so... Much like the demon face in Exorcist. Hold on, that was the very first one? Mm-hmm. Of the Tyler Flash? Yeah. I have the first one in the doctor scene later on, which we will hear about. But once yeah, you know that that's, that that's fucking... later, so this yeah. is first. Once you know that they're there... Like, it's so easy to miss. It's so easy to miss those Tyler flashes. Oh, absolutely. But once you know they're there, you know then, they're then there, you see yeah. it. You see it. It's just impossible to miss. You're just like, whoa, what the fuck? What the hell? Yeah. So, first off, and then, and then you know, so he's talking about being an insomniac and not able to sleep, whatever. And then he's at home and he's on hold with something. He's trying to order stuff and he has a whole thing about furnishing his apartment. And he loves catalogs and it like CGI Ikea. pans around his apartment and Ikea. it like... Fills in with all these Ikea things like it's the like yin-yang catalog, yeah. table. Yeah, and just everything looks like a catalog. And that's how he had, he does all this. And uh, so then he goes to the doctor and the doctor's like, no, you need healthy, natural sleep. He's like, no, what about narcolepsy? I could fall asleep behind the wheel and die. And he's like, no, fucking choose some whatever route and exercise more and just get some real sleep. Jesus Christ. Give me drugs. No, I'm not going to give you drugs. But I'm in pain, doctor. He's like, you want pain? Go to the go uh, go to see the guy, group for guys that have ball cancer. That's, that's real pain, and, and that's then the that's where second, you get that's the second that's Tyler the second Tyler Flash. Tyler Flash. See, that's there's a lot of clues in a couple of flashes before he's introduced later, throughout the entire movie, yeah. and some of them are kind of difficult. And to when catch. you're first watching this, you're like, what? If you catch it, if you don't catch it, whatever. But if you do, you're like, what the fuck? It, 
it's what like the fuck's it's the point like, in that. It's a one second like flash of yeah. Tyler. It's one little one little scene of film, so it's a quick blip and yeah. just one penis in a Disney movie. Just one, one penis, penis in a, in a Disney, Disney movie. movie. Exactly. So now we're at the meeting and a guy's talking about, Oh, we wanted kids. I wanted two boys and a girl. She wanted two girls and a boy. We never could agree on anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, she just had her first kid with her new husband and I'm crying. And it's, you know, cause they're all dudes that lost their fucking balls, man. So, which is just horrifying to me. It is. It is. <laughs> so like I've had a vasectomy, so mine aren't doing a whole lot, but I'm still scared to death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I still, I think I still need them. They're still producing yeah. testosterone and they're doing what they're supposed stuff. to do. Yeah, they're still doing. It's stuff. just now I can, you know. Yeah, you're firing blanks. You can blast point off and whoever I want. Yeah, <laughs> blast was, off. yeah, was well, on. You, you pointed at anybody. They don't care. <laughs> God damn, not Louis though. Oh. Not Louis. Louis C.K. Oh, he's yeah. not pointing it at people. He's forcing them to watch him play yeah. with it. I mean, he's still. So pointing don't be it, Louis. Be an owl. Be an owl. Be an owl. Anybody want to watch? You can offer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. If, hey. you have, if you can hear the accordion, he's still in the corner. In a world of Louis C.K., be Weird Al. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, all right. So now we're at, yeah, we're at the meeting and the guys are crying and the, the head of the meeting is like, okay, let's all partner up. And this is where we get our third Tyler Flash. There's a third one here. And oh, so, yeah, yeah, there is. So everybody starts like hugging each other and crying and it's just like, Edward Norton and Meatloaf looking at each other. So Meatloaf walks up, grabs him, and slams his head right into them big old titties. Big old tits. And uh, Edward Norton just starts crying, just just lets go and just starts bawling. And then it cuts to him in bed. He's like, babies don't sleep this well. And from what I've heard of babies, yeah, of course they don't. No, because they don't at all. sleep at all. <laughs> so yeah. terrible. I mean, I know he's playing off the whole slip like a baby thing, but right. I, I don't get It's also like eat like a bird. They, birds they eat, eat very much, little yeah. bit, and then they throw it back up into their kids' mouths anyway. So what? How is that? <laughs> birds eat a lot, especially uh, like hummingbirds. They have to eat a tremendous amount of oh, calories. Yeah. Well, oh yeah, so eating like an, eating like a bird is like lightly grazing, and that that's a, that's that's they why, that's like why it's a false because birds are that's light, but birds eat a shitload. And well, they got just spend all that energy. Yeah, they're flying for God's sakes. That's right. It's like why the flash has to eat so much all the time. Does he though? Imagine the calories that guy's burning. Fuck yeah, he has to eat all the time. Is that why fucking Goku's always eating? God, exactly. that, isn't that like I wish I had the flash powers? Not because I want to go fast, it's because I want to eat so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be able to burn it off. Yeah. I just want to burn it off. <laughs> just... So uh, he realizes that going to these meetings helps him. Not because you know the reasons that these meetings are helpful for people, not for the real reasons, but they. Uh, are cathartic to him so that then he can cry and uh, be able to sleep. So he ends up getting one for every single night of the week. Yeah, he has like a whole fucking manual. Yeah, it makes on. a whole schedule. Which just, to me, sounds horrible. Like, I hate sitting in meetings. I oh, hate yeah. the, like, the awkwardness of like, that he is like, in, this is what he needs to sleep or whatever. He's like, ah, that'd just be horrible. That's what he's into, yeah. It becomes uh, the addiction. That's that's the addiction he's he's got now, and he has a fake name in each one. You know, Rupert or Larry or Cornelius, Cornelius. or all these stupid things. Not the not to be mistaken with the uh, priest. From oh yeah, from episode. from last episode. Yeah, Cornelius. That's right. Yeah, didn't even piece that together. Good call. Good call. Um, so one of them, one of them has him that's going. Not in my notes. Going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting here listening. Uh, I'm learning a lot about this movie. <laughs> I did watch it. <laughs> um, so one of the meetings has him going into his mind to find his 
power animal. Oh, into his cave. And he has, and his cave is an ice cave, and his power animal is a penguin that says, "Slide." That's that something. So, <laughs> whatever yeah, it is, he I just, don't think that's explained later at all. It's no, just slide. It just says slide. It's like what? And then it, and then we move on. So now we meet Marla. Here comes Marla Singer. Uh, this is Helena Bonham Carter, who's HBC with a ciggy in her mouth. Thirty-three, you said. 30, uh, yeah, thirty-three in this movie. During this, I don't know what she's supposed to be, but she's thirty-three yeah. when she was filming. Yeah, she, um, looks she looks good. And so, yeah, she does. I know we were talking about this, and like, I am not into like the the ratty, trashy, gothic, weird, whatever look that Marla Singer has in this movie. That doesn't do it for me at all. And also, Helena Bonham Carter generally doesn't do it for me, but for some reason. Helena Bonham Carter looking ratty and trashy really does it for me. The, like Marla Singer, I think is pretty fucking hot in this movie. She is. It does, I, 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 I don't know why. Like, yeah, I, no, honestly, I I, I agree. It's, it's and totally I, doing it for be, me. It, you're, any movie that she's in, you're like, hey, Anthony Woods. I'm like, yes, I would. You know, but yeah, uh, but that bar's pretty low. I like Helena. Even when she was a monkey in Planet of the Apes, yeah. yes, I would. Honestly, that's that's playing into some type of that's playing into some type. I mean, it's just ancestors. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why you got to make it weird. It's, it's just not much, you know. It's people like you is why you know the we're all civil rights. We're all primates. We're all primates. <laughs> the tail keeps hitting me. They're in the all face. the same in my eyes, man. Is that Bruce Lee's penis? <laughs> but yes, no. I, 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 she does look good. It's weird that she's like all of her hair is like ratty, and it's all the same length, but there's like a tiny ponytail in the. Of it, or it's not sticking out of the top of her head yeah. like a horn randomly, yeah. like it's just I random. Like that. I like that. That's yeah, like, it's and just, she uh, also it's something to hold, you know. Wow, <laughs> man, he got aggressive. <laughs> I didn't know you had that side to you, but oh, well, there's a couple things, man. Apparently, <laughs> the mouth is saying things that the genes did not imply. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, she also insisted uh, that the makeup artist use her left hand. Oh, to make it weird to, make, uh, mess to it make up? it like just to make her look so oh, disheveled just, and and fucked hmm. up, you know. Don't don't put like good proper makeup on me. Make it look shitty. So like, uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, other she's got not the only skill left hand, in the product. She but. made the makeup artist sit on her hand for fifteen minutes. Before oh, give it. it. Oh, <laughs> do the stranger. Do my makeup with the stranger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then get yourself off. <laughs> And then watch me master. And I want to watch. <laughs> Helen, I don't understand what that has to do with your character. Shut up. I'm My character see. would watch. <laughs> Marla would watch. She that's, would. Yeah. I feel like that's true. Marla, yeah. Marla seems like a watcher. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> like the comic? Out <laughs> 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 right. there with Mr. Manhattan. <laughs> oh, Dr. Manhattan. Sorry, I didn't mean to discredit his fucking <laughs> with his giant blue degrees. Oh, just that big old blue thing Fucking swinging blue. around. That blue member, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking knocking people out, just swinging around. Accidentally, not like Bruce Lee kicks. Just, <laughs> just that, thing, that thing's just. It's like, that's really why it's like a dog's tail, just a mind of its I feel own. Like Mr. Fantastic really undersold his options of attack. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> like, like, oh, I got you pinned down. Whap, what? Penis punch. <laughs> As opposed to a uh, falcon punch. God, no wonder. I mean. Invisible woman <laughs> just hanging out with him. Oh, God. she just likes to see it. 
Because she's invisible. Get it? All right. That was terrible. All right. So (laughs) (laughs) I got a small cord. I keep trying to jerk my head back to laugh. All right. So Marla shows up and I do love that they're at a, granted it's testicular cancer. So it's weird that there's a woman there, but it's a meeting about cancer and she's just chain smoking the whole time. But he's like watching her and stewing and, you know, telling us that her lie reflected my lie. And so he's mad at her because he's has to accept that he's also using these people and, and being shitty. So she messed it all up for me. Couldn't cry. So therefore no more sleep. And it's such a nineties thing to be like smoking yeah. during oh, that, all the time. Like, just, just, oh, smoke, and just nobody cares. Anywhere. Like well, you know, they're all doing their, their pair up and hug at the end of every meeting. The, the, Fucking, I don't she's, know. And she's hugging leader meeting dudes, leaders dude. walking around. Oh, that's okay. Just let it all out. Walking right by Marla with a cigarette in her hand, just not giving a fuck. Nobody cares. Hugging people and with the fucking cigarette behind yeah, their head, like lighting hair on fire and shit. Uh, so now we do get this one meeting where Chloe, Chloe gets up. She's like, oh, okay, well, Chloe, um, I'm still not sure. When when I'm gonna die, I have no idea how much longer I have, but I'm no longer afraid of death. And everybody applauds. Yeah, that's good. You know, I don't I don't fear it. I know it's gonna happen. Just uh, I want I want to get laid one more time. I'm just so lonely. And everybody's like, oh, uh, this kind this, of an this awkward got, situation. This got awkward. And she's like, I, uh, I I've got I, pornographic. I've got, films. I've got pornographic films and and lube and, and amyl nitrate. And she gets like real close to real the close microphone. to the fucking mic. <laughs> And it even feeds back a little bit. And the, lead, the the host is like, "Okay, okay, Chloe, let's let's go, let's go sit down." <laughs> Chloe, go just sit come down. on, man. Chloe just needed some. Like, yeah, we've all been Look, there. I've, I know. Any day, any day, I'm gonna go. Like, literally, every minute could be my last minute. I just want to get laid one more time. I Who can't relate? Man, to that? I would have been there. For, I would have been there for Chloe. It's hey, like Chloe, Penny, Penny Dreadful. You guys ever watched? I think it's Penny yeah. Dreadful show. It's and it's got like all the legend, a lot of legendary like. I don't know horror type things, and I, the the guy that doesn't age, but his picture ages. Uh, I don't know if you've read that story. Uh-uh. Anyway, but his whole thing is like like one lady's like got tuberculosis or whatever, and she's dying, but he loves to have sex with women that are about to die or people. I, I don't think he's too picky, but yeah, he's like, oh no, he's like it's with a they it's make love with abandon, like they they oh yeah they, they got nothing to lose you know? like. like we, can, right. we can finally do butt stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, how'd she die? But stuff. Having sex with people yeah. who are about to die, or just, that's probably going to be some pretty good sex. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. They probably, got, I hope. But then also, usually... Because then they just be like, like oh, fuck man. it. Let's try it. Let's try it. What, Maybe. If I've well got nothing to, to lose. I would also feel like if I'm dying, I'd probably just be laid up in bed being like, ah. I mean, yeah, obviously, I want to die buried underneath a pile of naked women just fucking away. But like I feel like if I'm Dracula. actually dying... I want to die in between them legs. <laughs> Doing nah, nah. I could straight smother you that way if that's how you wanted to. <laughs> you did, yeah. You weren't that specific. It could be anybody's legs. You could have meatloaf's yeah. legs, buddy. <laughs> well, when my sack uh, dropped yeah, over I mean, his hey. nostrils, there's just no other way for him to get air. <laughs> Vacuum sealed. <laughs> not not meatloaf. Not meatloaf. All right. All right. Meatloaf. So I don't even know if he does. He still have so, a sack. Well, not not in Fight Club, but in real life, yes, meatloaf still has a sack. Meat still has his loaf. <laughs> I've seen it. No, I am. I have not. I have not. Listeners, Jesus, I, ha- I have seen Meatloaf live in concert, though. Hell of a show. Nice. I gotta say, hell of a show. Not the same. I reckon, no. Not the same meatloaf from this. Uh, yes, 
That is the same meatloaf? Yeah, it's the same yes. meatloaf. Yes. How many people do you think go around calling themselves meatloaf? In my experience, a lot. Quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> Circles. What it's a just, life. He hangs out in a bar that's just got meatloaf in person. <laughs> It would be like in Porky's, there was a guy that went by meat, you know? Yeah, just Mr. Loaf. Yeah. Mr. Loaf. <laughs> I guess. Weird. You got, you got some weird friends, buddy. <sighs> so next time uh, Edward Norton tries to go into his happy place and find his power animal, it's replaced by Marla Singer now telling him to slide. Slide. And so now he confronts her. Every time I say slide, I just think of, God, what's that band? Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> Why don't you slide? <laughs> I should have been. That's sort of what the penguin did. <laughs> Why don't you do in your ear? Fucking Goo Goo Dolls band sucks. I don't give a fuck, listeners. You can write me angry emails is that, all you 80s, want. 80s, 80s glam rock, right? No, that was 90s. That 90s. was 90s emotional. Post-grunge. Oh, I think okay, that's okay. kind of post-grunge where it kind of got started getting more. Well, I'm thinking, they, I'm thinking of the were, New York Dolls. Goo Goo Dolls were a, were a grunge band until he had a hit with I Won't Tell Your Name. Yeah, which name. Was, an, that was actually more of a grunge album. And, had a, like and then had that acoustic song that was the hit. He's like, wait, I need to be doing more of this. So then we got Slide and we got that fucking Nicolas Cage song. Yeah. I don't want the world to see me. And then also they became the this acoustic powerhouse Sugar Ray. Band. Yep. Like Sugar Ray exactly. like, was like a, a harder rock, oh, but they yeah. had the one like pop song, and then like, well, fuck. This That's is what, so. we this what we're do. doing. This is what we're doing. And, and then, then next I, thing you know, he's on VH1 game shows or whatever. That's right. Uh, I was thinking of the New York Dolls. That's 80s glam rock. Yeah. 70s and 80s glam yeah. rock, yeah. And that was uh, David Johansson, who uh, also became the... He was the... Taxi Driver and Scrooged with Bill Murray. Um, and Bill then Murray. He uh, also did the, the version of the I Ain't Got Nobody song. I Ain't Got Nobody. I can't remember the... He had a, a separate artist name. Did not know he was... That was one of the ghosts. Yep. Yeah. No, well, not one of the ghosts. He was... Oh, he's the one that took him to the ghost. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. Uh, David Johansson, New York Dolls. There you go. Yep. All right, so he goes to confront Marla. Obviously, she doesn't give a fuck. Like, he tries to confront her. She goes, I've seen you working this out. How's it going? What do you mean? No, I've seen you, like, practicing confronting me. Is it going like you thought? Is How's it going, for Rupert? That is yeah, funny. Rupert like, is it Rupert? She just calls Rupert? him out. Oh, like, this lays him bare. <laughs> and he's like, I'll expose you. Fuck it, I'll expose you. I don't give a shit, motherfucker. It doesn't matter to me. What is, what is, and, and then she storms out, and I love that he follows her along the sidewalk, and she goes into a laundromat, pulls a bunch of jeans out of a dryer, and they keep talking, and they're finally starting to divvy it up. Like, okay, you can take this one, you can take this, blah, blah, blah. And then she takes the jeans out of the, the dryer. The entire time, though, she is in control of that, that oh, entire oh, situation. Oh, completely. Just completely. Absolutely. Yeah. And then she's just walking straight, not at a crosswalk, just walking across busy streets, yeah. almost getting hit by vehicles, just fucking whatever. And then goes into like a little clothing store and pawns off the jeans that she just took out of a dryer. Because even when she pulls them out, he goes, you just left half of your clothing or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But she only grabs the jeans because she knows she can sell them. And he's like, Wait, you're selling those? And she's like, yes, I am selling, selling some, some clothes. clothes. And then he's like, okay, well, well, I want Monday night, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, you already have the brain thing. I want the brain thing. He's like, no, I want brain cancer. And the poor lady at the jean shop's just like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? I want brain cancer or bowel cancer. Bowel, yeah. Bowel cancer. And so now uh, they divvy it up. 
They got it all worked out so they never have to see each other. They've split up all the support groups. And then she's walking out again, just randomly into the street. And he goes, well, maybe we should change numbers, you know, in, in, in case we want to swap nights or something. She stops and like turns around and walks back across the street. Just no fucks given about. And then she stops in the middle traffic. of the yeah. street. And uh, well, what so, should I call you? Are you Cornelius? Are you Howard? Yeah, yeah, whatever. And then disappears behind a bus. Giant bus. Yeah. Next scene. So we still never get his name. Now I find out for work, he just, he travels. He fly, flies all around, right? Um, at one point on the air, at one airport he's traveling through, we get a full-on Tyler, not a blip. We get Tyler, like, on, as as Edward Norton's on the up escalator, Tyler Durden's on the down escalator, and they full-on pass each other. So not blipping anymore. And we find out he has this whole thing about single-serving friends. Because everything on the airplane is single serving, and hotel is just single serving. Little bottles of this, little. It seems like a lot going into a lot of it for not that much. I don't know. Like it seemed kind of unnecessary for him to talk about single serving friends. Yeah, and yeah, just 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 setting up the world, the mindset, I guess. Because then he has to bring it up later to Tyler, who's like, "Huh, Huh. that's good." And and I feel like that's Tyler doing his best Norm Macdonald impression. Oh, hey, hey, that's real clever there. Nah, nah. How's that working out? How's that working out for you? Um, so it turns out he's a recall coordinator and he even finds this vehicle that had like the rear differential went out and it careened into another vehicle and huge fiery explosion crash happened and melted blah, blah, blah. the people inside. And so they're like, a teenager's braces are in the ashtray in the back seat could make a good anti-smoking ad. And like the dad's lard is welded to a fucking polyester shirt into the seat of the whatever. Like the, the guys are like cracking jokes about the carnage inside of this vehicle. But Which I, I want to just add that you have to be a very specific of jaded to make these types of jokes. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. these motherfuckers see this so much that it's become like, this is a this joke This is what now. they see like all day, every day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I had a buddy. He was a, he was, he's a mechanic, but he worked at, a, at a, a salvage for a long time, like a big nationwide used car parts type place and and... He, I had a CDL and I was in college and I was like, well, maybe I'll get a job at a tow truck place or whatever. He's like, oh, don't. I'm like, nah, man, there'll be damsels in distress. I'll go get them or whatever. You know, I'll be a hero. And then he's like, no, he's like, because more often than not, you just get called by the highway patrol to freaking pull cars in that are full of dead people and everything else. He's like, you'll see horrible things. Because then they'd take them to, you know, they'd get the bodies out and then they'd, you know, that place would buy the cars. And he's like, it's just the things I've seen inside these vehicles is just horrible. Like the blood and the it's, everything it's, else. It's bad news, man. Yeah. It's well, you're you're piloting a multi thousand pound hunk of metal that's having it's constant fucking, combustion yeah, under the hood of it machines, at high man. speeds. Only separated by a couple of inches of paint from other thousand pound thousand pieces of metal pieces, flying yeah. like just everybody agreeing to stay in their lane yeah, as best as they can. Bad things are yeah. bound to happen. Yeah. And then throw um, some deer and whatnot in. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or a little booze or something. So his job, he says he takes the number of vehicles, A. Oh, I like this. This costs- times times the probable rate of failure, B. Then you take that number times the average out of court settlement, C. So A times B times C. If that number is cheaper than the cost of a recall, we don't do a recall. No. And that's a cost-benefit analysis, and that is 100% that is what you do. motherfucking true. 
and that he's and and so then he's talking to a lady on the airplane. She's like, "How many wrecks of these do you see? Uh, a lot more a lot, than you yeah. would ever want to know." What company do you work for? A major a one. A major one. <laughs> <laughs> like, like no, but that's that shit's real. Like that's why we have a lot of really fucked up things in corporate America. Like these fucking things going wrong. It's like, well, because it's probably going to cost more to fix it than to actually address the real problem. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean. And it's all about it's about same with that. Don't if look. If it up. wasn't right, then the Bible yeah, wouldn't say capitalism up, is best. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Goddamn right. That's goddamn right. <laughs> Jesus, was like, love thy neighbor as long as he looks like you and believes the same as you do. <laughs> And uh, make sure your money. If you've got green. too much food, make sure you build a higher fence and a better freezer. Yes, absolutely. And you build a really good stockpile. Yeah, definitely not a bigger table. I definitely never said anything about a bigger table. No, fuck a bigger um, table. As long as it's glass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we get this plane crash scene. Obviously, it's it, it's not a real plane crash. It's like a hallucination. Edward Norton has fantasy, uh, like a fantasy yeah. where he's like almost praying <laughs> for death. Uh, but it's it's a pretty intense, crazy scene that had to have taken so much work and money for like two seconds of a little daydream or Just whatever. Just put it like, into his mind. Yeah, it's yeah. Like they spend a lot of money because there's a plane that runs into another plane and it tear tears a hole through it, and like these people get sucked out and all this shit goes on, and then it's just him sitting. You know, like that's a really ornate, involved thing that you just did for nothing in this movie. Just, yeah. So now he's sitting next it to lets Tyler. You set up his mind. Yeah, his yeah, mind I get it, but up. like, I feel like you probably could have done that without this like without, million yeah. dollar stunt that you just pulled for two seconds. Every, I mean, some people got to see it to believe it. I guess. I mean, I, of course, it's all it's it's a '90s movie, so it's all about the shock. You need people to go, "What the fuck?" So that's why I have a plane crash here. <laughs> uh, so now he's sitting next to Tyler. It's Brad Pitt, as we talked about. He rules fucking rules in this movie that red jacket i've always wanted that goddamn shitty fake leather looking like it's it's the cheapest shittiest looking red jacket ever and i love it so much and i want it i've always wanted it salesman would wear (laughs) yeah i can't like yeah like i know that that jacket looks cool on him because yeah, right. he's skinny as shit. Yeah, like, that's the thing. I've like never if been... I had that jacket, it would not look like that on me. No. <laughs> yeah, well, I I've would never... not look good in that jacket. Yeah. I've never been scrawny enough. Like when I first saw this movie, I was just a fucking chunky high school kid. I was very much chunky, and uh, now I'm 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 less chunky. There's still a bit of chunk, but I've, I've filled out more. You know, uh, I yeah, this jacket would not not work on me. I just I just I pay attention. What, what's Jack Black wearing? That's what I'll wear. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll oh. go good in whatever jacket. Oh, wait. Wears. Nothing that but is... tidy whities and a beard? Got it. <laughs> Every time you see a video of Jack Black, that, oh, yeah. that dude is living his best life. He's got like his own YouTube channel and he's just dancing around his own pool and underwear going. Everybody's like a million likes. Yep. <laughs> Everybody yeah, loves I think he's Jack getting Black. bigger, but he's still like he's out there doing bigger. like kicks and oh, yeah, flipping around and shit. <laughs> he's out there fucking hurting himself. Yeah, he's literally he's like, become the Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> <laughs> Life imitates art. <laughs> That's a prime example. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, they're talking about what do you do? What do you do? And and Tyler's like, I make soap. And he opens his briefcase, hands the business card, Tyler Durd, Paper Street Soap Company, all that. <laughs> And then he knows how to make explosives. That's odd thing to just bring up randomly. And this is where we get the single serving friends and the whole, ha, how's that working out being clever? And then he's getting up to go to the bathroom. He's like, okay, now the moral question, as I pass, do I give you the ass or the crotch? And he gives Edward Norton the ass, but then as he walks up the aisle, he gives the stewardess the crotch. 
you notice. Makes a very, <laughs> I think he even looks back like, definitely giving her the crotch. <laughs> um, so now. I think in most cases I would give the crotch. I, th- I just think, I per- just at a personal level, I think like. Yeah, you know, maybe I've been farting a lot that day. I don't, nobody needs my ass in their face. I think face. when you're getting up out of an airplane seat, you're facing the, the seat in front of you. So it's natural to sit up. And then and you shuffle, shuffle to the side. So out. the person next to you gets so the you ass. Would have, I feel like if I was on the aisle and you stood up and then turned around to give me the crotch. Oh, no. I'm gonna, I, I want yeah, to I look at you. I think it'd be a bit weird. Oh, yeah, Manny I would do that to, and he would look you in the eyes. As I want to look at you and be like, <laughs> yeah. as I like, walk by. I know. You spend the rest of the way trying to figure out how you're going to piss through this dick that just got punched. Well, I'd give you the ass when I came back to the seat. <laughs> getting punched, too. Yeah. <laughs> I do like a good speaking. That hooker, you ass punched. <laughs> They'll do some bigelow. Oh. Uh, so now Edward Norton gets stalled at the airport because his bag was vibrating. And there's a guy at the desk like, yeah, uh, you know, we don't worry about ticking because bombs don't actually tick. But vibrating, we got to report. And, you know. Nine times out of ten, it's an electric razor. But every once in a while, it's a... Dildo. Dildo. Of course, in that situation, we have to uh, say uh, the dildo, never your dildo. And everyone's like, I don't even know. Okay, and, and the guy gets called like Sheshism. So it's the whole thing about dildo. And I love he like... He's standing there exasperated, and he turns around, and you see Tyler Durden hop into this red convertible. And take off. And take off. take off. And then he turns back around to the counter, so he doesn't see what happens after that as this guy come around and go, hey, that's my car, and try to chase down the back of Tyler Durden just stole this fucking car. So he gets home, and he finds out his... Apart- just so you know, any time that you pack a vibrator, it doesn't matter how you pack it, that son of a bitch is going to start one yeah. way or another while you you're gotta, loading it or unloading it, and it will likely happen in front gonna of your parents. You're going to have to take the batteries out of that. In bit. front of your parents? <laughs> you had a lot of vibrators go off in front of your parents, Anthony? I mean, I'm we don't need judging. to make it about I'm me. Not, I'm not <laughs> uh, I no, I've had a, a like the beard trimmer. I've had like when we were on tour, and so, like there are times they'd be on the bus and be like, "What? What's going on in this closet?" And we open closet, start digging through stuff. Like, Nick, your bag, and they throw it out, and you loud as they just buzzing there, noise, just, and <laughs> yeah, there's just there's my big John Holmes guy just flopping around. Just, <laughs> 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 uh, no, like the. Button had been hit on my beard trimmer, and you it's gotta buzzing. take those batteries mm-hmm. out. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> gotta take those batteries out. No, it's it's the plug-in type. Oh, it's it's, oh, yeah. you're that fancy. Okay, yeah, the charger type, not the, the rechargeable, not the battery type. The rechargeable yeah. type. Yeah, I've never had one of my trimmers come on, but yeah, the vibrators all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, a different. That's a different story. So yeah. he gets home and he finds out his apartment has exploded. His entire IKEA storeroom is fucking all over the lawn. It's a little cardboard home. Yeah, and uh, even the poor old old man running the elevator is like, "You you can't go up there. I'm sorry. Please orders." Uh. Do you have anywhere you can go or someone you can call? So he goes to a payphone and first tries to call Marla, but then hangs up on her and then calls Tyler and doesn't answer. So then he's standing like, oh, fuck, what do I do? And the phone rings. And this is where we get another one of those clues uh, on the title, the Tyler Durden kind of thing. Because it rings and they have a very specific and purposeful zoom in to this fucking payphone. And right up on the top left corner, it says... It does not receive incoming calls. 
Ah, so okay. there's no way that this phone could be ringing right now. I see. Okay, I did not catch that, but there we go. There's a lot of stuff that's gone on in this movie that you guys know about that I don't. <laughs> like I've seen this movie one time before rewatching it for this. Really? So, yeah. Oh, okay. So, All right. Well, there's, I'll, yeah, I'll there's a lot going on. He guys are talking so, about stuff. I'm like, oh, I missed. Oh, there's, like, there's if a lot. I'm not talking like, much, it's because I'm just sitting here between and be like, oh, no yeah. shit. What? There are. Con- <laughs> there's constant clues. Oh yeah, the there are clues throughout movie. this whole thing about the end of it. So With now the, the fucking Tyler flashes. That shit's. Oh, yeah, the Tyler Durden flashes are a big one. Yeah, apparently I'm not catching any of it. I'm just... Yeah, so now... I got got the time. I I never get past the luscious V. I'm just... (laughs) Oh, that that V. (laughs) That V will get you. It gets me every time. What's that movie where he's doing this dance? Uh, Burn After Reading? Yeah, Burn After Reading. Mm. Yeah, listeners, you could see that dance that Manny was doing, I'm sure. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, now that I say Burn After... Just like when Brad Pitt did it. Try, take my word yeah. for it. Uh, now that I say Burn <laughs> After Reading, you immediately know the the, the gift that's been passed around Twitter and everywhere else. He's wearing, that, that, Brad uh, Pitt he's wearing that outfit, with the, that yeah. biker outfit. Yeah, because he's... Not a motorcycle, like a, right, like a cyclist. Mm. Okay, so anyway, Brad <laughs> Pitt on. calls uh, him back. I don't think you heard. Mm. Mm. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> You're just trying to so confused right now. Delay uh, me a little more. No, because Brad Pitt is sexy as fuck. Let's go. Oh. Let's move on. He is. So Tyler Durden calls him back, and he answers, and he's like, "You what? I just I just tried to call you. Why didn't you answer?" He's like, "I never answered my phone. I star sixty nine you." And every, every, I mean, everybody watches like Brad Pitt sixty nine me. Oh, I didn't. I didn't have that thought, but now that you mentioned it, yeah. And that's definitely did. one of those moments. Of where, course you did. Um, so, but Gen also, Z is that has no idea what Star Sixty Nine is. No, they don't know what Star. No, they're looking at this. They know what Sixty Nine is, but they don't know what Star. I don't, star I don't think half the millennials probably know what Star Sixty Nine is. Right. So anyway, he said yeah, Star Sixty Nine, and and Brad Pitt's eating chips while he's talking. And I do love that even when he's not on screen, Brad Pitt is the absolute master of eating while acting. Like, oh, I yeah. think every movie he's ever been in, at least one scene, he's eating something while acting, especially those Oceans movies. Like, he's eating an entire shrimp cocktail while acting oh, out of yeah. scene. Like, that man can not... eat while delivering lines like nobody else in the fucking world. He, like... And he can even do to, it like, over the phone. Like, like, he does it fast, though. Like, he's like... He's just like it's like pop. in his mouth and down And his gone, like, and he's still talking. Yeah. And it's not like they cut. Like, it just... No, that's just how Brad Pitt eats, apparently. Yeah. It's it's amazing. Legendary at the Glory Hole. <laughs> Which is Legend- a restaurant. Uh, Legendary. No, no. <laughs> now that's the back door. That's where you eat. <laughs> I do like the back Getting door. It. All right, so... <laughs> they serve a good burger. We eat ass in this house. Yeah. <laughs> in this house, we eat ass. Yeah, all right, so now uh-huh. they, go, they, go, they go out for beers. Yeah, so we got to keep moving. Yeah. <laughs> so they go out for beers, and uh, this is where we get, like, the first, the start, I think, with the, the budding idea of Tyler Durden's anti-consumerism agenda. You know, like, fuck Martha Stewart, fuck this. Like, how, how do you, do you know what a duvet is? And everyone's like, uh, like a, a sofa cover. And it's a blanket. It's a fucking blanket. Now, how do men like you and I know what a duvet is? In the, uh, you know, the hunter-gatherer sense of the world, is that necessary to our survival? No. How the fuck do we know this shit? Why do I know about Bed Bath & Beyond and fucking Prada and whatever? And he's like, right on. Like, why do we know this shit? We don't need to know any of this shit. And so this is why we get the start of where Tyler Durden's like, Fuck the whole system. I'm going to take it all down. This is like him him starting his ideas here. And so they have, they're just having pictures of beer, pictures of beer. 
And uh, they get outside, and, and Edward Norton's like, man, I'm all fucked up. I need to find a hotel or something. And Tyler's like, really, dude? Three pitchers of beer. You can't, can't just fucking you ask can't me? can't just fucking ask me? Yeah. yeah. Can't, can't, can't ask. Which just, it seems weird well, to me that like, this guy's apartment burned down. He's like, the only person he has to call or the second person, you know, yeah. is, is Some dude a guy he, literally he just supposedly just met, met on an airplane. On an yeah. airplane. Yeah. Like, I mean, I ain't got a whole lot of friends, but... <laughs> I mean, I'm, I feel like a stranger I met on public transportation wouldn't be my second yeah, call. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, I mean, his, unless it was his Brad fucking Pitt. first call was Marla. Yeah. <laughs> but he, uh, you know, he makes his own soap. He's got a good bill, you know. He, plus, have you seen that V? Have you seen that sexy V? <laughs> but, so, yeah, I do love where he's like, you can't ask to stay with me. And Edward Norton's like, would that be a problem? Would it be a problem for you to fucking ask? <laughs> okay, can I stay with you? Yeah, no problems. Go. <laughs> like, well, hold on, hold on. Can I punch you? Well, actually, no, no, he goes, I want you to hit me as hard as you, which is, I mean, trailer line. This is a big thing for everything about this yeah. movie is Brad Pitt going, I want you to hit me as hard as you can. And he's like, wait, like in the face or in the body? He's like dancing around being all excited. Well, I feel Brad like Pitt. this goes, is exactly what our wives and girlfriends <laughs> would say to Brad Pitt. Like, yeah. I want you to hit it as hard as, hard as, hard as, as, as you, you can. can. <laughs> And uh, I don't know where this was. In, uh, in the face or the body? <laughs> Surprise <yes>. me. <laughs> this part here, I don't I don't know where it Fuck, that's what I, I would say. I don't, the, uh, I don't know if that was before or after he had already asked him on that, but there was a bit where uh, Edward Norton stops and he talks about Tyler Durden. Like, oh, this is what he does. Oh, yeah, we're not there yet. We're, gonna, we're, we're almost there. Almost there. All right, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it is right in here. So, yeah, like, before we go, I want you to hit me and it's like, Freaking out. So this, yeah, he's like, let's talk about Tyler. So he works as a projectionist. A projectionist. Yes. And this is also, this is something also, again, Gen Z will never know because everything's digital. They won't know about 35 millimeter film film. where you have to splice reels and the cigarette burns that Brad Pitt even points out. I love that. And the the two things. Like, and I remember when I was a kid during the real change outs, like being at movie theaters and then you had to change it like two or three times, like I said. And during the changeout, they realized that the second reel has gone. Something's gone wrong with it. And being like, "Sorry, folks, can't finish the movie." Yep, and having I, to I, walk I, out of a movie, they give you your money back or whatever. But like that yeah. wasn't that uncommon. No, no, it totally no, happens. It was not, Absolutely yeah, yeah. happens. Or the sound was like mismatched Off, yeah. or something. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that shit they happened dial all it the in, time. Like, yeah, these or kids today, God things damn. out of they, focus. They have everything and then, so fucking special. And they have special, to go restart the movie. Shit like that happened all the time. So he works with that, but. Why but would this any- is uh, this is the splicing? I think that mm-hmm. was also like I think that was purposeful because of the Tyler splicings that we had earlier. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah. Because he, the reason he wants this shitty job is because he likes to cut out a single frame, a oh. single. Because I mean, it's thousands of frames flying by. Film goes really, really fucking fast to make it look like single pictures are moving. Like, like you've John, ever made drawn the, a cartoon on? Yeah, a, made yeah. the flip books flip or whatever. Yeah. 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 So he and takes my kids love to burn up a whole thing at post notes, notes just to do the yeah. little book. Uh, so he took one little frame of porn and puts it into Disney movies, and so then you get to see the whole family. And so, like in the beginning of Act Two, when the snooty cat meets the ill-tempered dog, there it is, and you hear oh, really quick, and Tyler Durden goes a big floppy cock. And, you and know the what? parents like look they don't at know each- that they saw, they, but they know they don't know. But the parents look at each other like, "What the fuck was that?" And like the kids are just crying because they don't care. They're just <laughs> cartoon cats and dogs doing whatever. And the parents like, "What?" Did, did, what but this is also that? this. Is, I also take this as the first clue 
Yeah, because that's how Tyler that that was the Tyler blips in the beginning. But no, because of the way that uh, Ed, the Edward Norton character says, he works while we sleep. Yes, all of his jobs are like while people are sleeping. Yeah, yeah. but so, and that's when Tyler Durden's out and about. Oh, I mean, there's so many. There's so many. Papa Dick. I'm doing the same thing with our no. show now. <laughs> Papa, Dick. Papa Dick. Nobody even noticed. Papa Dick. <laughs> a single frame of audio. Um, so he also works as a banquet waiter at a at a like a hotel where he pisses in the soup, sneezes all over the food, and he's like, "As for the cream of mushroom soup," and Tyler Durden goes, "Because I love how even it's it's Edward Norton talking to us, and the Brad Pitt things happening in the background behind Edward Norton, Brad Pitt in this like flashback slash kind of storytelling." interacts with Edward Norton as Edward Norton's talking to us. It's yeah. like a really crazy fourth wall kind of breaking weird. It's like, be quiet. I'm, I can't dimensional go. Thing. Yeah. I, I think, can't go I when you're watching also... and he like pours a glass of water out so he can get his piss going into the soup. But then he's like the cream of, or clam or cream of mushroom, mushroom soup. And Brad Pitt's like, go ahead. Tell him. Nah, I'm not going to tell you about that. You know, we're just hinting at it pretty hard. And that comes back later. That joke. That fourth wall break, I also think it's kind of uh, part of his dissociative shit. That, that oh, for sure, on. yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, so now, now we cut back to them outside the bar doing the hit me thing. So Edward Norton just awkwardly, and it's—I mean, it's the worst. It's the ugliest punch you've ever seen thrown. It's—it's it's awkward as fuck because he doesn't know how to fight yet. Right. He, they're both talking about. I've never—I don't know. I've never been in a fight. Never been hit. You? No. Then how do you know you ever really lived? Never been hit. I don't know. Let's fucking find out. Let's see what's going on. So he rears and throws this ugly-ass haymaker and hits Brad Pitt in the ear. Now, this was supposed to obviously be a staged thing in movies. You pretend to punch but people. It was or not. It's he all, legit actually hit this fucker in right the Right before they went to film, David Fincher was like, Hey, dude. Really, 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 really do it. Really do it. He's like, okay, all right, all right. So Edward Norton really fucking hit him. So when Brad Pitt like goes, oh, Oh, and like the fucking ear, man. Fucking like starts walking around and putting his head against his own shoulder. Like, what the fuck? Ah! Like, did not actually think he was going to get punched in the ear. It's been for funny real. if he like suffered permanent hearing yeah. loss from it. He's like, oh, you motherfuckers. Every year he calls Edward Norton. Hey, you know what day it is? I can't hear if you're answering me because my ears <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> and you know, Ed Norton, it's like, I'm going to punch this luscious V motherfucker sleeping with my girlfriend. I'm going to punch him in the, wham! I'm going to punch him in the other ear and then the V. <laughs> Broke his hand on the V. Oh, yeah. Oh, that V would cut you. It would, that wouldn't break it. It would cut it. Cut, cut, slice you wide. You could, you could shred cheese on that V. That shit will slice me like that mandolin sliced me a couple That's months right. ago. That's right. Oh, that mandolin. That shit fucked N- me up. Not the instrument. There's there's a kitchen utensil called the mandolin. That so. shit sliced me up good. I, just, I thought maybe it was like a villain around here. Like, oh, the mandolin gets the away mandolin. again. <laughs> uh, now it's just Ben Kingsley playing a part. <laughs> Sorry, that was a mandarin joke. A ma- <laughs> Iron Man three, everybody. All right, we're all we're all caught up on our MCU. Anyway, so so then he's like, "I'm sorry, I fucked it up. I fucked it up." And and Brad Pitt's like, "No, it's perfect." And then fucking like really legit straight punch into the gut and floors Edward Norton. And then they kind of laugh and they're like, "Let's do it again." And then they just start punching the shit out of each other, right? And so then it's them sitting there passing a bottle of beer back and forth. And it's like. We should do this again sometime. 
And then they go to his house, and his house is this rotten out piece of shit he's obviously squatting in, uh, in the middle of like industrial. He's like, I like pa- how he says, the, the, "I don't know if I don't know if he's squatting or, or what. if he owns the place or what's going on." But it's, it's obviously it's, squatting. It's got yeah. that. It's a there's nothing around us but a paper mill on that fart smell of sulfur or whatever. Yeah, something like that. So that I, I do love. There's a bit here to call back to the airport where they're walking up to the house, and he goes, "Hey, where's your car? What car?" Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, as I, oh, so that they, place is a shithole. Like, oh, it's like, terrible. I, everything about it. Just I'm like I couldn't walk. He, I'm not a clean freak. Yeah. I mean, I like to keep my shit tidy, but I could not. I well, mean, he's I, like, here's and your. And I camp out. I lay on the ground, but like that place. Yeah, this place looks like it's gross. Man. If if you took, I don't know, if you took fucking herpes. Uh, I don't know, just like I don't, like meningitis, like just nasty, like body just diseases, and form them into a structure. This would that would a, be this house. This would be and the, all the mortar of the house was black mold. Yes, yeah, that's, <laughs> yes, that's what. Keeps the, the only thing that, about it that I see that I'm like, oh damn, that's nice. Is the stove like that big <laughs> ass stove? I'm like, that nice open damn, that's range a nice gas stove. Yeah, <laughs> like I wish I had that. Range. I I could see this being on one of those shows where it's like a couple like, hey, I. Uh, I sell paper and my wife teaches laughing lessons, but we have a $4 million budget for this house flipping or whatever these stupid shows are all about. <laughs> and they would take this house and flip it. And of course they'd find the mold and there would be the whole dra- drama of the episode, but then they'd end up with a huge, wonderful house reveal at the oh, end no. of it. Well, the basement's flooded. No, and yeah, there is yeah, more the, than a little bit of black mold. Just also, there's a man with huge bitch tits buried in the back. But <laughs> yeah. I think we can overcome <laughs> yeah. this with our bed. <laughs> it's going to become a nice bed of flowers. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, those tits. Those bitch um, tits. All that estrogen. Come oh, on. the flowers grow in the shape of the boobs because they don't ever break down. Anyway, all right, so they keep fighting. They every, It seems like every Saturday they go to the same bar and get wasted and then end up fighting each other. Probably like guys start gathering around him. He's showing up to work with bruises. It just the group, is, the group is growing. You know what's going on? So now this is where we find the journal of I am Jax Mandula Blagata. I am Jax colon and Brad Pitt's like, I get cancer, I kill Jack. And they play with this whole Jack thing. And uh, I, one of them was I am Jill's nipples. That was another one. So now the group is growing big enough, they have to find a new place for it. They can't keep doing this random parking lot, right? So now here's, this is great. We go into this bar, and it's at closing. As they walk in, we see the bartender's like, come on, guys, you got to go. They're turning up the lights. They're trying to kick people out. It's closing, you know, and we get this great song. It's called Going Out West by Tom Waits. God bless Tom Waits. This song fucking rules, as does Tom Waits. It's cool soon, but they now fight in the basement, right? So as they kick everybody out, then they go back this into is a nice looking back into the too. storeroom, and they have a there's a big base, and it's completely. I'm sorry if you got a bar like this, and you got a basement, you're easily that easily accessible. You're storing shit in that basement. This basement yeah. is empty. Why are you not storing shit in that basement? There should be some kegs in there, or something right. at least. <laughs> Who wants to carry them upstairs? Nobody wants to carry. Cake no, you don't want to carry cakes, but you can carry like bot. Like, you get a case of liquor. You can go down there and take a bottle of the liquor out of the case. You know, that can be like, like the storage. That's great. Maybe storage they rent it out. A wine, kung fu, and no. Instead, know. we'll just rent it out for people to fight each other. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're not renting the space. No, they're not. So, so now uh, we we get all the rules. The infamous rules, right? First rule: don't talk about Fight Club. Second rule: don't, don't talk, talk about, about Fight Club. Which, uh, if 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 I may. It is in the top 100 movie quotes 
the first rule of the Fight first club rule is, of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. It's number twenty-seven of the hundred greatest movie lines. What's the first? I didn't look that up. Yippee Ki Yay is one of them. Though. First, the first is probably Rosebud. The Fucking first Citizen one is Kane. probably, quite frankly, my dear, I don't give Oh, a I bet it is. That's that's probably top ten. That's probably sure. the fucking first one. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a no. damn. The first cuss word in, in Major Hollywood. I thought it'd be like, what, it's 104 miles to Chicago. Got a half tank. Yeah. Got a full it's tank dark of gas. Half pack of cigarettes. It's dark when we're wearing sunglasses. That, that's on the <laughs> list, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, that'll be, that, that's There's a hundred of them. We'll find out. That's on our Patreon is where we go through the top hundred quotes of cinema um so yeah we get we get all the rules like if someone yells stop or taps out it's over uh only two guys to a fight only one fight at a time time. fellas and everybody laughs haha no last rule if it's your first night at fight club you have you have to fight you missed you missed uh, uh no shirts no shoes no service no they still get service but i say that because bitch tits had a had to keep his shirt on Oh, in, yeah. a, in a later fight because he was wearing a fat Cause, suit. Well, because the big old titties also. Yeah. Well, he didn't want. You don't want them swinging you free. Want, that's I mean, distracting. That's, that's extra arms you can that punch dude's with. That dude fighting like Goro from Mortal yeah. Kombat with fucking four arms. Holds holds you with your arms and then just starts punching just in the face punch of them you tits. With the fucking tits. Pop, 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 pop. Yeah. How was that fair? So now, uh, also we got a note here just because Brandon, I know he still listens to edit this all together. Uh, he loves to point out nut trauma. So there's one, uh, as we get this kind of montage of fights, it's always Tyler beating the fuck. Tyler dominates every fight. Edward Norton gets his ass kicked every fucking fight. But there's one Tyler Durden fight where he has a guy kind of pinned down and then just starts fucking punching the nuts over and over, just wailing on those dude's nuts. Punches him like seven or eight times until the dude's like, okay, stop, stop, stop. Stop punching my fucking nuts. So major nut trauma there for you, Brandon. <laughs> Major, um, major, major. I mean, you just got fucking punched like eight times by Brad Pitt in the nuts. That's that's major nut trauma, dude. That's it's, <laughs> nut, it's nut trauma when you just like tap my balls. Come yeah, on. right. Punched directly like eight times. That's that's bad. That's heavy. That's not a good day for anybody. Brad Pitt's messing around down there. He's good luck getting past that boner, bud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you see that boner like, was for me. It's so hard. It's like God punching damn, a brick wall. Goddamn right it is. <laughs> Harder than that V. <laughs> so, <laughs> Mar- Marla, Marla calls. <laughs> yeah, I know. He finally. He finally <laughs> How about we get this D with that V? <laughs> it, 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 it registered. It came in. Usually, my D and your V. It, the V means vagina, but you're bad pit. I mean, I ain't talking. I'm talking about that V. You know? <laughs> It's it's I'm sorry it's mad and he wears shirts that just show it off. They stop about the belly button. Man, if I was a bit like that, I would too. I'd I be know. in here right now oh, doing this yeah, with no not? shirt Dude, on. Why the fuck his, his his pants are hanging so fucking low and his shirts are all so high. You goddamn right they are. Like if you got that going on, you're showing that off to everybody. I'd like to think like, that he's got like actor, a really small penis, but I, he's probably got a huge. Oh, dome. of course. Like, <laughs> as an actor, you know you always have the headshots. You always have the headshots. Yeah. Brad Pitt doesn't have headshots. He has the midriff midriff shots. My my here here are the lower part of my six pack and then the V. Just look, all right. Look, so I want my, this to my go face from face isn't gonna get me this shot. Just the bottom of the nipples to just the top of the dick neck. Yeah. That's where I want this picture to be. <laughs> the dick neck, <laughs> just but just above the neck. The dick neck, yeah. So uh, Mar <laughs> Marla calls the house, and Brad Pitt's like practicing nunchucks off in the background. 
And uh, she's like, I think I took too much Xanax. I don't know. I might die. Do you want to listen? You want to see if that actually is a death rattle? Maybe you can hear my soul. Can my soul use the phone? What's going on with all this? And Edward Norton just like sets the phone down and walks off. It's like, I don't want fucking anything to do with this fucking bitch. So then after that, we get this weird trippy ass sex scene of like. Well, hold on. I think before that, there was another clue uh, as to the uh, whole Tyler and uh, narrator situation. Where he says, this is the first time he says it, sometimes Tyler speaks for me. Like, cause oh, he, when he's getting beat up and he's at the doctor and Tyler's like, I fell downstairs. And Edward Norton goes, I fell down some stairs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, where Tyler says something, he repeats it. Yeah, you're right. That's that an, that's another clue. So there. now he, he leaves and we get this the sex dream of Marla. Like, everything's all spacey. It's like... Oh, Almost like light trailer tracers. Like if you're on a whole lot of acid, you got the the tracers. But it's like Marla Singer nipples flying I, across. I call, and it, stuff. I call it the smudgies. <laughs> yeah. So we got we you got know, like sex when smu- you write with a pen and it smudges. We, we got the sex smudgies. <laughs> yeah, sex going smudges. on here. <laughs> and he's like, I'm and known he, to prematurely smudge, smudge, smudge. <laughs> Sometimes when I was when I was a teenager, I would wake up and bed was full of sex smudges. So smudge, smudge. <laughs> Just so many sex but It's like must have been some good dreams. I don't even know what's going on. Which I spent I ever since cha- I haven't even got out of bed yet. I already got to change underwear. <laughs> so that would imply that I can make myself orgasm just with the power of my mind. If I could do it when I'm sleeping, I should be able to harness that power and do it while I'm awake, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. So I've been like straight Doctor Strange and trying to make that happen for 20 <laughs> no, years. And have not been able to right, but think about, also think about this. When you have a dream and then like in the morning you remember the dream and you're trying to work out the dream. You're like, God, that was fucking weird. Just think that is your brain absolutely fabricating a false reality and then your brain also trying to understand that false reality. Like think about when you have a fucked up dream, that is your head fabricating something and then your own head trying to comprehend what you you, just made. That's how fucking crazy the brain is. Okay, that is crazy. But also... Brain kind of sounds dumb. That's how you can... can Brain-controlled orgasm. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's the making the dream part. That's the part we don't get to control. Because I feel like once I can harness the power of my brain giving me an orgasm, then I can harness my power of my brain giving you an orgasm. We've all had had wet dreams, right? Going back back to last episode, you having to harness the power of your, your penis brain first before you can get to your main brain. Right. Oh, that's just that, that that's just part of harnessing all 100% harness. of your brain. Right? Well, yeah. So you got to master the. You, you have to. You just have to work your way up there. As much as I would like to be able to give myself an orgasm with the power of my brain, if I was given the choice between having the power to give myself an orgasm without contact or giving someone else an orgasm, I think I would choose someone else. Not because I'm I do selfless, the latter. Yeah. Just because. I feel like that would be the best way to win every argument. The best way to win <laughs> every like, fight. Uh, the best way to do it. Like, I'm going to kick your ass, bro. I'd be like, hold on. Bloop, bloop. And he's like, orgasm. I got to go. Oh. <laughs> it's a good thing you're wearing your white pants. Yeah. Oh, the white pants. I was going to say, that's how Jason Statham beat all those guys at the basketball court and expendables. That's right. Next time it's going to be your balls. It was this time. <laughs> All right. So when he wakes up from his weird sex smudge dream, which has smudge, the Helen dreams. Bonham Carter uh, nude scenes in it, which is. Yes. Top but notch. apparently that wasn't her. Oh, what? Uh, it was I'm a sorry. body double? Yeah. 
and and uh, since it, since there were so many like weird swipey shots, it was like her face and posed, and it wasn't actually was not actually her body. I'm I feel sorry. Like I'm sorry. Weak, I, didn't, I shouldn't. I shouldn't have brought that up. No, I've, I let a man just let you live the let dream. A man dream. I spilt a lot of seed over that scene. Yesterday. Hey, hey, that was still a hot body. <laughs> it was, but it was somebody's like, hot body. I feel like I got revenge in the nerves. Ichabod Crane would have loved it. <laughs> like I, like I was HBC making love to space. Darth Vader, but it wasn't a, the Darth Vader I thought. I just made a headless horseman reference. I feel that went unappreciated. <laughs> I was trying to go. I was trying to go revenge of <laughs> the nerves. Oh, Ichabod. <laughs> I went with Ichabod. Headless. Anyway, so. Um, we, I, I do also like he gets up and he's like, Tyler Doors closed. I, that's never happened. Some of in here. That's kind of weird. Goes to the bathroom. There's like four condoms <laughs> floating in the, in the toilet. toilet. Who the fuck throws condoms throw, in the toilet? Don't throw condoms in the toilet. Why would you? They're Listeners, not biodegradable. That's no, not going to dissolve shouldn't. in the water. Especially if you're on a septic. Listeners at no. home, do not throw condoms in the toilet. Well, they're, he's Especially fucking squatting. Especially not four of them. He's squatting. This thing, you don't know how sound his sewage system is. Oh, that, if the house is any indication, that sewage system has been overrun by fucking uh, It's almost better life. to be on city sewer, because if it's going to run out, as long as it makes it to the city sewer, then it's going to go to the city, and it's their problem. When you have a septic tank... Those solids are just going to sit in your septic tank until it's all clogged up. Until it's all clogged up. <laughs> until it's all yeah. fucked. Either way, don't throw condoms in yeah. there. Or uh, hand wipes, as baby wipes either. Yeah. Also, those those things you can buy that say they're flushable for you know sanitary toilet wipes that say they're flushable, they're not. Well, there you go. They are not. Uh, I, I did not learn this from experience, but uh, I, have, I have talked to someone who, who does work in that industry, and he's like... No, I know they're advertised as flushable. They're not, and I'm sick and fucking tired of dealing the, with these uh, things. The flushable wipes. Yeah, they are not yeah, flushable. No, no, no. Uh, they are definitely not. They serve a they serve a purpose, and you use them for that purpose, and then you dispose of them, not in the toilet. Nobody wants a trash can full of poop papers, no. though. That's the no. thing. But oh, that happens all, especially on construction sites. Oh yeah, no. They wipe and they throw on the trash can. So like, well, that's you go because some people on construction sites are from areas where the sewage is not yeah. trustworthy enough so you to can't throw paper in there. Paper so you can't flush paper. Yeah. So that that is, I understand why that happens. It is still gross. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get. That. I'm sitting I mean, there and like, there's just this fucking pile of shit covered paper in the corner. Like, what? Uh, it's not great. And then this is something that happens a lot, like uh, uh, with. Latinos, I expect, like with Mexicans. Man, we are up. doing chalk Polynesian proud talking about crazy <laughs> shit like this. <laughs> Y'all want to talk about shit papers? And no, then I, I got my colon sucked out. And, and like I said, it, it's it, just it, the, the sewage doesn't really support it, so you got to right. kind of. I understand where it comes from, and it is gross. You should not denigrate a group of people because of it. It's just how you're raced. You know, I mean, everybody right, does right, 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 right. It's yeah, not you know, if, you, if you're going to worry about it, stand outside there with a hose full of warm water and hose everybody down when they come out. Bend and spread. What? Yeah, just just bend and little, spread. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this would all be solved if we all had a bidet, guys. My parents have a bidet, and it's they're, very awkward. There's, I, there's, I love it, there is bidets, no way man. they're ever going to be poured at John's on construction sites with a bidet. Ever. That's never going to happen. Well, there's maybe, maybe you should work construction in fucking France. They probably have fucking bidets in their fucking port. Yeah, this is all hypothetical. I don't know. I've never worked in France, so you don't know. Ah, but I'd like to think. 
That can be right like... off a trip to France. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to book in the next I mean, there are a whole France. lot of reasons I would love to go to France, but to check out the bidet situation in a port de John at a construction site is not on that list anywhere. Well, it's, like this. it's on my list now. I guess like, if I'm already there, I'd check it out. Whenever I travel anywhere in the United States, I find where the Union Hall is at, and then I go by the Union Hall and I sign the books. So then I can write off the whole trip and my hotel. Because I'm looking Business, for work. Yeah, I've been there. I'm there oh, looking shit. for work. Right. So does your local chapter have also a chapter in France? Uh, the, the local union probably does not because the IBW that I work under does not. It's international, but it's only Canada and the United States and some islands, uh, U.S. islands. Well, the, Canada, the Canadians but are half French or like three-quarters every, every France has, is a very strong union country. So I could probably feasibly go to whatever their electoral workers union is and talk to them about a job. But I don't know that I could write that off on my U.S. taxes. <laughs> right. <laughs> All, right. All right. Fucking taxes. I mean, if you made enough Uncle, money Uncle at it, Sam, you, could, you could write it all off and not have to pay any. So I would hope. But <laughs> All right. Uh, so Marla's in the kitchen. She's in the house, yep. And, and where Norton's like, what are you doing in my house? And she's like... So, but, but before then... He hears somebody else in the house, and he immediately thinks it's Tyler. Right. And so he talks. And he's like, start trying it. to start chatting, and then it turns out to be Marlon. He's like, what the fuck? This is my house. I guess this actually, is my kitchen. I should pause doing? this just real quick, because in 2017, Trump got rid of those tax deductions for me, so I could not do that anymore. Oh. I can't, <laughs> okay, use, I can't write off travel. I can't write off all that all right. stuff anymore. Sorry. Good. You got just, that, got that just want to get right. that in the clear. So <clears throat> Fuck that guy. He, he goes, fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> fuck that guy. For so many reasons, but also... Fucking tax write-offs. Um, <laughs> I mean, if you made billions of dollars and had a pedophile Exit. island, you, you would not have yeah, any no, tax. You don't have to pay taxes if you're rich. You just have friend. to pay it when you're poor. If, yeah. you can, if you can afford to pay taxes, then you don't have to pay them. Yeah. That's just so <laughs> he's like, what are you doing yeah. in my house? She says, fuck you, and gets mad and storms off. And so, and, and you is, don't, like, again, if this is your first time watching, you don't... You don't like, pick it up. You don't get it. Okay, so this is, this is a guy she knew from these groups and whatever and he's like get the fuck out and of my house and she's just know, like fuck you you piece of shit her. yeah yeah and fuck you you piece of shit and gets mad and storms out but like so, this is gaslighting he was gaslighting her yeah yeah you so know. so tyler so, uh, then tyler comes in laughing he's like oh man and Ooh. only after she has already after left. she left yes absolutely and the timing and there's so many things that are done perfectly timing wise like this and so uh he he comes in just as soon as she walks out, right? And he's like, oh, man, she's crazy. She's like this weird sport fuck. But you know, you fucked her. And he's like, no, I never did. Really? And that's another clue, yeah. though. That's another clue. That's uh, Tyler telling him, hey, fucker, I'm you. You fucked her. You fucked her, yeah. You should know you fucked her. And so, and it's like, no, I haven't. Are you into her? No, no, I'm not into her. Okay. I mean, she's crazy. The shit that comes out of her mouth I have never heard, and it comes to Marla Singer going, I haven't been fucked like that since grade school, which is, holy shit, what a crazy line. But the original line... And, oh, yeah, and that was, script, a, it was a different line. The that, original uh, line was, I want to have your abortion. And, which, and then Fox Productions and came Fox, out. And like, which is why no. I wanted to make sure I brought up that this is a movie done by Fox. Fox was like, oh, we can't. No, 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 no. That, that line's disgusting. No, we can't, we can't, have, we can't, we can't have anyone have saying that. that. And so uh, Fincher was like, okay, I'll replace it, but whatever I replace it with goes. And they're like, okay. 
Never give in to that. You're a major corporation. You have dealt with horrible people. You understand that people are fighting. <laughs> you fucking dealt with Weinstein, I'm sure. Like, you get... If someone wrote a line that is so fucked up, you're like, oh, no, 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 no. And they're like, okay, I'll replace it. But whatever I replace it with oh, has gross. to be the one. You'd be, I mean, you'd be like, no, 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 no. Here, if you want funding for your movie, you're replacing it with this. I or honestly, like you would take charge of the situation. You wouldn't let this person who already came up with a fucked up line say, all right, whatever I do instead has to stay in the movie. And you just be like, yeah, okay, just get rid of that line. Because then he went from, I want to have your abortion to, I haven't been fucked like that since grade school. I, I kind of and, think that and the fucked in grade school line is more fucked up than the other. Yeah, and so did they. Because after that, they were like, uh, that's even worse. Can we go back to the first line? And Fincher's like, nope. Nope. With the deal was whatever the replacement that that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. So well, that's that's what's going like, in the I've movie. Been, I've been I haven't fucked, fucked like that, that since grade, grade school. school. I can't imagine a great to that in anything. So Fox really fucked it. Like yeah, again, just don't ever let anybody. Don't give them that power. Just be like, no, you're gonna make it less fucked up. You really fucking gave them a fucking loaded you gun. I'm you just just let them run he- run crazy. So so they're just fucking all the time. Like Edward Norton's trying to wash clothes or do stuff, and they're ju- you just hear the screaming and banging, and lights are swinging all over. Like Tyler Durden is Tyler Durden is going to town. He is dicking her down good. He is trying to put her through the floor of Getting the house the from the third story. Helen, Helen and Helen and Brad Coxman. Pitt, they, they spent three days practicing They spent his three trade. days uh, recording all of these fucking sounds that we're going to hear in these All the next orgasm sounds, yeah. yeah. Just, just all the screaming and all the orgasm. Now, the phone rings, and here's another clue. The second the phone rings, or the phone's ringing, you still hear the... As soon as he picks it up, everything goes silent. Everything goes silent. There's representation of what happened. <laughs> yeah. So he picks it up and, and all the fucking stops. So the cop's like, hey, uh, turns out someone put free on in the lock in your on your lock, on your front door. He's like, oh, really? He's like, yeah. Also, the dynamite was uh, homemade. He's like, wait a minute. What, a fucking dynamite? What are you, what are you talking about? And uh, he's like, are you saying that I'm a... I'm a suspect? No, 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 no. We're just trying to cover all bases. You know anybody who knows how to make homemade explosives or something? We just and want to talk to you a little bit more about this. Hey, uh, uh, basically, we're just saying, if you're going to leave town, uh, let us know. And so then, now it's Tyler and Edward Norton. He's like, all right, tonight we make soap. How do we do that first? Hold on, we, we, we missed, there's another clue here. Uh, when he's fucking HBC and... Uh, he opens the door. He's like trying to listen in through that door. What a fucking creep. But uh, uh, Brad Pitt opens the door. He's like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, he talks about it. You want to finish her off for me? Mm-hmm. You you want to finish her off? He's like, no. He's like, okay. No. He's even got like the big yellow kitchen gloves on. Yeah, he's got yeah, like rubber gloves. Got, yeah, <laughs> fucking rubber gloves. Like in that and, house, uh, what are you going to get into there? Yeah, <laughs> that you're not already into. I love it. He's standing there talking, and you see in the background Helena Bonham Carter like falling off the bed. She's just like so fucking just completely dazed. She's, she's like dick so drunk. Fucked. She just can't even deal she's, with anything. She's I dick have, drunk. <laughs> I have seen a woman or two like that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> just in fight on my dick. But, uh, <laughs> but then uh, just because Brad Pitt got done throwing she, that beer, she peaks her head back out, and she's like, "Who are you talking to?" 
obviously because not yeah. talking to anybody, it's talking right. to the same person, right? So yeah. that's a clue. Uh, not when you first watch it, you don't know about all that. Well, so. no, of course not. All of these clues. So. Are like, this is these like, are all spoilers. It's like obviously. when you watch The Sixth Sense, like yeah. you go back through, like yeah, you yeah, gotta yeah, watch yeah. it again almost just to be like, okay, what? Yeah, that can't movie be. movies with a big twist, then you have to watch again and be like, okay, so how does the story play out? Now that I know it. what yeah. I know. So now we make the we're making soap, right? Making uh, soap first to make soap. Hold on, I think that's that's when he says, "I am Jack's cold sweat." I think that's that's the first time where he starts adapting the "I am Jack's." Oh, maybe, maybe. I made I made a note at, uh, after every every single time he says, "I am Jack's." <laughs> I'm glad, and that's the that's the first time that this. Because I made out. a point to bring it up. <laughs> Anthony checking his one note. Well, <laughs> uh, Brad Pitt's still thirty six. So, yeah, uh, well, well, no, he's not. <laughs> No, <laughs> it had to be because, twelve years older than that. because uh, <laughs> Helen because Helen bought uh, HBC. She is never in the same room with no. Tyler. Never, and that's the next note is that they're never, and that's the day. No, the they're other not ever the same. Is that they're never in the same room. And there's a rule. It makes the rule. It says you can't. You can't talk to me. Talk, you can't talk to her about, about me or anything that goes yeah. on in this house. Yeah, yeah. And that's to cover shit up. So, all right. So now we're making. So are we allowed to make soap yet, Manny? You good? Yes. Okay. To make soap, first we must render fat. So then it cuts to them breaking into a liposuction clinic and stealing bags of human fat out of the dumpsters, Ugh. essentially. This and is they, a hard scene. For and me. I know they're throwing them over the fence, but one of them gets caught on the barbed wire and spills all over Edward Norton. Just gets Ugh. covered in like human fat stuff. I even have a puke emoji in my notes. <laughs> oh, yeah, you do, because <laughs> it's. Oh, oh, oh yeah. so disgusting. So now as he's like doing stuff with the fat and then he puts a picture of it in the fridge. He grabs another one that's been in there for a while because you got to let it cool and congeal and all this. And he's talking about ancient civilizations. Notice that their clothes would be cleaner when they wash them in a certain spot in the river. This is because human sacrifice, the fat from the bodies would wash into the water and it would do like... It would do something, and that's why, like, it was essentially before we figured out soap, but how human fat, fat renders make soap, and that's how they were clothes were cleaner. And so, uh, this is where he grabs his hand and fucking throws lye on his hand to give him a chemical burn. Yes, and it's a and, long scene. <laughs> and, he, oh, it's a whole long scene. He's freaking out, and he's, like, trying to go to his fucking safety cave, and Edward or Brad Pitt's like slapping him in the face, like this is the greatest moment of your life, and you're trying to fucking check out. And he's like thrashing around. And he's like fucking come on, be here, be present. This is it. Be right here. He's like no, oh my god, oh my god. He's freaking out until he, finally he's like, you don't know how this feels. And Brad Pitt holds his other hand up, and you see the bird on the back of his hand. He's like, yep, know it. And he finally like calms down and accepts it. Yeah, at one point he even says like. I want water. It's like, yeah, you could splash water on it and make it worse, or you could use vinegar to neutralize the burn if you want. Oh, please give it to me. No, 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 man. You gotta, you gotta come to terms with this. You gotta fucking get bottom, man. You gotta feel it. So when he finally accepts it, and Brad Pitt lets go, and Edward Norton's still sitting there with his hand quivering, just getting burnt up by the chemicals. Okay, cool. And then he pours vinegar on it, neutralizes. It's like you're one step closer to hitting rock bottom. I would stop hanging out with this dude. Congratulations! Yeah, I like. I would have stopped hanging out with the dude when I walked into the house the first time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. no shit. I'll be like, uh, I'll, uh, you know what? I'm just gonna go find a nice bed to said, sleep on. Punch me as hard or punch me, 
He just mm-hmm. said punch me. I don't think he said as hard. Oh, he said did say yeah, as hard as hard as he can. And then after I punched him and he punched me back, I'd be like, motherfucker, I didn't tell you to punch me back. That wasn't this part of the it. deal. You asked. We are not hanging out anymore. You man. literally asked me to do that. Yeah. So that's what we're. I didn't ask you to do it. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Fuck you. I'm going. Ho- I'm going to go find. I'm going to find a hotel. I'm not yeah. into this. Not into this. Going to get all. a nice hotel with a bidet. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I all like right. having a nice clean butt. Come on. Yeah. Hey, clean butts are important. It is. You don't so, know who's going to be eating out of there. She's got a. It's a hairy mess back there. I don't want anybody. <laughs> <She's got> a, <laughs> real brown eye opening scene into Manny's life. All right. So. <laughs> So back at work, the manager finds these rules in the copier. You can copier, find me on Twitter. Uh, and he uh, walked... Okay, you're not allowed on the show anymore. <laughs> it's going to be your fucking dating site. Uh, manager walks up. He's like, hey, first rule of Fight Club. You talk about Fight Club. Is this, your, is this your shit? Edward Norton goes on a whole thing about that person is probably dangerous. He could walk in here with a pump-action shotgun and really like goes off on like all the specs about the gun... Like yeah, you don't, you don't need all, you don't need to go yeah you don't need to go through all this fucking detail Pumping whatever the front, fuck I wouldn't necessarily call shooting an AR it's a AR10 is just like an AR15 it just shoots a 308 instead of a 223 or a 556 round so it's it's just but but yeah. this is a, this is another a, another clue because the narrator comes in and he says he says Tyler's words we're coming out. We're of my coming mouth. out of my mouth. Uh, Tyler Stone coming out. <laughs> but yeah, but he does this whole thing about how he's gonna come through. and He's gonna have this type of gun, and here's all the details about the gun, and it does this, and this is a gun, and this is a gun, and this is a gun. And he's gonna show these. Or maybe don't bring me every piece of trash you found. Like, did you need to talk about the gun for five minutes? Did you really need to to make your point? Whatever. Yeah, um, I feel like it did make the point. He had to fucking let him know who's the boss. But man. also, the boss was like, okay, so this is definitely yours, and you're the crazy person. All right, so now you're holding me hostage in my own office for fear of firing. <laughs> and I'm just not going to talk right, to so, you So anymore. here's another note I have. I'm sorry, but the first two rules are that you can't talk about Fight Club, but apparently you can print them out and mass produce them and laminate them and hand them around. Like, why is he putting these in the copier? Well, this is because he has to put them up when whenever the basement becomes the actual he has to club hang him up as he has basement. to put him up as like these are the uh, this is the rules and regulations of our club guys hmm, he's got to be official yeah but I, mean, I guess somebody has to because if nobody's talking then nobody's joining which they that's one of the things in them they're like well it looks like we're a lot of people are disobeying the first two rules there's a yeah, lot yeah, of new faces, faces or whatever yeah yeah you'll get there all right so Marla calls says I I think I found a lump come check me for lumps of course he's there. Standing behind her, feeling her up. She's like, I don't feel anything. I don't feel anything. No, I think I don't feel anything. She's like, okay, thank you so much. And and turns around and tries to kiss him. And he like turns his head a bit. He's like, are we done? She's like, yep. And Gaslighting her yep. again. Yeah. And so knowing what the end of this movie is, I just fucking imagine what this woman is dealing with with this guy. No shit. Well, dude. I don't think anybody involved in this is. Nobody's nobody's healthy. mentally sound. <laughs> no, no, but she's I mean, definitely not. But she's I mean, still she gonna... and she's still putting up with it. But like, just the the shit. Like, he is two different people. Yeah, and he all the, this whole time. Just and like, the only I think one just that knows illustrates that is Tyler. what people will put up with for good dick. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, well, she was getting <laughs> fucking dick <laughs> good. We haven't talked about what I would put up for that V. <laughs> for that, you Goddamn, I don't know what is Ed Norton's V. He looked like because you think you're one. going to bed. He's just with... he's just a scrawny little guy. Yeah, you you go in the bedroom with Brad Pitt and this 
power V just radiating. You wake up with scrawny ass Edward Norton going. <laughs> that's like a that's like a Hulk situation. Yeah, there. it is. You go to bed with the Hulk and you wake up with Bruce <laughs> Banner. Bruce yeah. Banner, like, well, as long as Bruce Banner looked like what the fuck is that actor? Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. As long as he looked like Mark Ruffalo, I'm I'm all right. I don't know. I guess there's a, there's a discussion to be had about. Also, Edward Norton, Norton played fucking Bruce Banner in the Incredible Hulk movie. There you go. Yeah, there's Norton, Banya, uh, Eric Banya, and then Mark Ruffalo, Ruffalo. or Lou Ferrigno, and um, or Lou Ferrigno. Which one? Well, Lou Ferrigno was the oh, Hulk, yeah, but who was the guy who played Bruce Banner? God, I used to know that guy's name. Yeah, we'll get up. We'll get back to it. We'll get back to it. All right. So now we run into Bob again. Find Bob on the street. Random Bob sighting. Right. Hey. And he's like, hey, you still going to the ball thing? No, I found a new group. Oh, cool, 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 cool. What is it? Well, the first rule is I'm not, not supposed to talk, talk about, about it. it. And the second rule is I'm not supposed to talk about it. And the third rule, and he just keeps, he's going to list, he's going to list all the rules. He's just going until everyone's like, he's dude, like, look no, at my I'm face. A I'm a member. Look at it. Bill Bixby. Bill Bixby. That's it. Charles Napier was in that show, too. Of course he was. <laughs> Of course he was. Oh, why wouldn't he be? Tell you what, Bruce Banner, you're going to look real fucking funny oh. trying to turn into the Hulk with no fucking teeth. Oh, 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 Everything oh, Charles also. Napier, I just want to do the no fucking teeth thing from Bruce, uh, Blues Brothers. I just all I want. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Good? All right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. now <laughs> now we're meeting again for Fight were you, Club. Were you researching the Charles Napier thing? The Well, the last part of that, yeah. No fucking teeth? Napier. Like rapier? No, no move okay. On. Yeah, we're, at, we're moving on from that. Brandon, <laughs> edit point. So Tyler's <laughs> mad because Fight Club is getting bigger. He says, I look around here, I see a lot of new faces. And everybody's laughing. It's like, <laughs> yeah, which means a lot of you are breaking the first two rules. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> he's not wrong. Which, of course, is what he wants because he's building an army, right? So this is where he does a whole big speech about we all thought we'd be rock stars or movie stars and we're not and we're well, super like fucking pissed he off. Says rock stars, he looks straight at fucking Jared, Jared Leto. Leto, who's Jared Leto, Jared Leto, that Leto just a fucking shit, just starting to worm his way into this movie. He just like kind of shows up a bit until he becomes an, an actual character later. But he's just like overly silk, like with that huge hair, blonde hair. Like, yeah. Fuck that just, guy. J- yeah, he does say that, and and then he also says movie stars because you know he's Brad Pitt, obviously. He's a movie star, but you're right. He does look directly at Jared Leto as this rock star, and we're really pissed off about it. But you know, our Mostly previous gen- previous generations had great wars. Well, I mean, that's a mix of meatloaf. Yeah, obviously <laughs> meatloaf too. Huge rock star. That dude would do anything for love. I would do anything, but he wouldn't do that. Oh, I think he would. But I don't think he was. Talking, <laughs> I don't think he was talking about Trust Brad me. Pitt though. Trust me, I've seen Meatloaf's career lately. He would definitely do yeah, that now. He would definitely do that. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, he says, oh, "What was that?" Yeah, wearing bitch tits. Yeah. <laughs> wearing bitch tits. Uh, the jury's out. <laughs> Turns out, I would do that. <laughs> Turns out, uh, he had a cameo in the fucking Spice Girls movie, where he was the guy cleaning their tour bus, and he comes out. Talking about how disgusting the bathroom was on the Spice Girls tour bus. He's like, I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That guy, well, like, because it was, oh, God, the first album or whatever, a Bat Out of Hell one yeah, or whatever. Like he made it, and then, like, his voice left him for fucking years. And then, like, he's like, I don't know. I can't figure it out. My voice is gone. And then he stopped smoking cigar, and then he's like, Holy shit, I can see you. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> like, like, dude, smoking like 10 friggin' expensive cigars a day. And he's like, wait a minute. 
It's coming back to it's coming me. Coming back. Yeah, because he was doing something with a, like a Bad Out of Hell release party in front of all these record executives. And the big last, the last note of the song, Bad Out of Hell, is this huge high note that he holds for fucking ever. It's a really epic theatrical thing. And he was trying to do it live, and his voice shit out. And he's like, oh, I can't say it anymore. Uh, maybe I should stop smoking cigars. Anyway, I'm going to go star in Fight Club movies. So now here's where we get... The, the thing about the previous generations had the Great War and the Great Depression. Our Great War is against ourselves, and our Great Depression is our lives. Big old Tyler Durden fucking... That whole motivational thing. But this is where Lou comes down. Oh, Lou. The Lou. fucking owner of the place. And it says Lou's Tavern. I'm Lou. I'm fucking Lou. Every time I see that guy, I'm like, oh, that's the guy from Dumb and Dumber. It's not though. Is he? Uh, I'm no. sure it is. No, it's definitely not. The the one that rides with him, the 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 yeah, guy that's, that's got gas. Guy. No, definitely not the guy. Damn it! Uh-uh. Hold definitely. on. It looks like the guy. I did not realize that it looked like that guy until he until he mentioned it. It's definitely not the same guy. But so Lou just starts punching the shit out of Brad Pitt, and Lou has one dude with him. <laughs> Lou, yeah. is that all you got? So Lou has one guy with him who pulls out a gun right away is like, oh, fuck. There's like 50 dudes down here, and there's two of us. This is going to be bad. So he gets his gun out real quick. And the guys start swarming in, and Brad Pitt like puts his hands up even. He's like, no, 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 no. Calls his troops down. And lets Lou just punch the fuck out of his face. whale on this just, guy. Just like busts his face open. Even like grabs him by the shirt and lifts him up, because he's laying on his back on the ground, and lifts him up off the ground enough to just... Keep like and right at his shatters his nose and he's the entire time. <laughs> oh, Lou. oh Lou And then Lou I love him. He's like, Do you fucking get it? I wait, I think I think I got it. Ah fuck no, I lost it. No, he's I lost it. Bam. <laughs> it's so good how much it fucks with until he's laying there and like Brad Pitt's just this bloody, bloody mess, mess, like writhing on the ground and Lou standing up like trying to fix his tie and all right, you got to get out. And this is when... Oh, he fucking grabs he him. leaps back up and tackles Lou to the ground and just starts shaking his face and spraying just his blood. Just spraying his blood on... All over. He's like, like uh, you don't know where I've been, Lou. You don't know, you where, don't know I've where I've been. been. And now my blood is in your face and your mouth and your nose and your and eyes all over And his fucking henchman tries to grab him off. And, and he's like, pulling him And he grabs his fucking tie, so it's just getting tighter on his neck. Yeah. And it's just... Yeah, let us keep the place, Lou. We really love the place, Lou. We really Lou. love the place, Lou. Let us keep it. And finally he's like, God damn it, keep the fucking place. I don't give a fuck. You can keep it, man. You can keep it. So let's go with the tie and, and the goon drags Brad Pitt off and drops him on the ground and they run back up the stairs and Brad Pitt's like, <coughs> thanks. He like takes yeah. him on the way out <laughs> and then gets back up and he's like, okay, everybody, uh, you got homework assignments. And immediately signs homework <laughs> to everybody. We don't but, even have Fight Club tonight anymore. We're just no, doing but homework. But this is this is, and I, you're this absolutely is, uh, right. The guy from Dumb and Dumber is Mike Starr. Yeah, and the guy uh, that played Lou is Peter Iacangelo. Pia, so, piece of Aya candy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. So, they kind of look alike, but he that's wasn't on me. much to look at. They're they look, they look big, Italian. That was the, that's all I had Italian for this whole episode. People. Was like, hey, the Dumb and Dumber guy. Yeah. But like, no. They're they're both big fat Italian guys that did not make an audition to be a bit part on Sopranos. Is what they are. Yeah. They're, <laughs> they miss they miss their yeah. calling. Um, so. Yeah, he, he. But a, a no, note on the envelopes is that that I I think this is the very first time that Tyler is trying to separate. I'm gonna call him Jack, the narrator, and Tyler 
Because he doesn't. Yeah, because he's, he's already got doing. this all processed, and he's got these things. He's saying, well, no, 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 no. We don't have the envelopes yet. This is just him sitting there. He's like, "You've all got homework. You just got to go start a fight. Oh, that's right. So and you got to fight with a stranger. Go start a fight with the stranger, and you got to lose that fight." So you get a montage of all these people. Like Meatloaf is running around the lobby of a building trying to tackle a guy on a bicycle or something. Yeah, <laughs> Meatloaf is just like the terror of whatever yeah. lobby he was. <laughs> yeah, like, anybody that walks by is like, "Ah, <laughs> I'm Meatloaf, <laughs> bitch tits." Bitch. <laughs> and then you get this dude. Uh, standing there like outside of a car lot with just fucking hosing down hose. the sidewalk and a priest walks by and he sprays the priest with the hose and he's like what he's the only one that responds like yeah excuse me because everybody else is just like no but the priest is the only one that like engages back but you can see the camera shake a bit when he sprays the priest the first time that's because <laughs> yeah. the cameraman was laughing like that's <laughs> like a legit cameraman laughing while filming this but he sprays the priest until finally the priest gets mad and the priest strikes first he hoses this priest down enough to the where the priest fucking lunges back and punches this guy first. He tried to hit them yeah. with the holy power the, of the Lord. The father, or the, yeah, the fa- this father, the son of God, holy man, draws first blood. Oh, <laughs> it's just, but the best part about that is when he's like, he sprays him and he's like, you know, whatever, they get into it. And then like, He's got his Bible in his hand, and the dude knocks the Bible on the oh, ground yeah. and then starts hosing the Bible, the Bible down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so uh, Edward has the best one, though. Of course, we got to Edward Norton back at his office, and his boss calls him in. He has to go talk to the boss, and the boss is like, "Dude, like you don't ever show up on time. Your dress is awful. You look like shit. Like, what are we gonna do about you?" And Edward Norton's like. Hey, I know so much about the fucked up shit about this company. The things I know will sink this company. So how about you keep me on payroll and I just don't say shit? He makes some super fucking legit demands. Yeah, yeah he's, no, just, just keep me on payroll and I won't say anything. Best part, I can do this from home. <laughs> I can say nothing yeah. from home. That and the boss out. was like, what the fuck is wrong yeah, this with This is pre-pandemic. You? Yeah. yeah, this yeah. Is, yeah exactly. <laughs> this is pre-pandemic. <laughs> and so the boss was like, well, you're fucking crazy. And he even gets to the phone. He's like, security, get in here. And that's when Edward Norton just starts punching the fuck out of himself. Another clue. Another clue. He's very, yep. very trained at punching the yeah. fuck out of himself. He's like, the, knocks himself... Like, Back through this reason. glass shelving unit. Oh, I like how when he's crawling across the room, you can see the glass in his, his arms. arms. Oh, yeah. like, just, Please, and no. He says, what are you, because when he starts doing it, the boss who is on the phone with security just drops it. He doesn't hang up, so the call's still going on. So he's hamming it up. No, no. And he looks back and sees the glass shelves. Oh, my God, no, what are you doing? And then throws himself <laughs> into the glass shelves like, oh, my God, why are you doing this top? And he's causing this whole scene. Yeah. And he crawls back to the boss and was like crawling up the body. So the boss like has his hands on him. When security finally comes in, they see shit broken everywhere. Edward Norton bleeding fucked and fucked up. And he's like, oh, my God, please don't hit me. Yeah, please don't hit me anymore. Please don't hit me And the boss with his hands on him is like, I mean, that's cut and dry. That's cut and dry right there. I feel yeah. like if I was in that boss's situation, though, I'd just be like, you fucked up, son, because now I'm getting fired, and yeah. I'm the only thing you got. Uh, that's right. <laughs> well, now, but now I know this movie hasn't a... come out yet, but John Wick, motherfucker, I'm coming John after Wick, you. Yeah. <laughs> well, look at me. Look at this shirt I'm wearing. I ain't powerful enough to keep you on the yeah. payroll. And you just got the one person that could talk the people higher up fire. Oh, yeah. So. I, I'm not the CEO, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. But he got, I get I mean, what you're saying got, now. Got I got a car got a payment, too, you motherfucker. Yeah. So then I love that Let's after get- the security comes in, we immediately cut to Edward Norton with a shopping cart full of computers and fax machines. And he's just whistling, like, like blood <laughs> dripping down his face. Just. 
Happy as fuck. We've now got corporate sponsorship. All right. <laughs> All right. And he 52, says, 52 he said, weekly uh, paychecks when a he's year. beating himself like, up, he's like, uh, I was reminded of my first fight with Tyler. Yeah, he does say that. Yeah. This reminded me of my first fight. Because yeah, obviously yeah. Tyler is himself. He was just fucking himself so up now, in the parking lot. Now yeah, we get what you were talking about where Tyler has the envelopes and he's handing out homework assignments. Okay, yeah, that's it. And that's where he's trying and to Edward separate like, that shit. What? Why? How are you doing that? So now the guys are like, homework assignments like redoing billboards about how you can reuse motor oil instead of letting them take it from you and you have to pay for them to recycle it. You can do stuff with it. Uh, going into Blockbuster. That is a, I am magnets. Jack's wasted life. That's yes. the part. Yeah. And uh, going into Blockbuster with magnets and erasing all the VHS tapes, uh, taking the tire spikes in parking lots and turning them around so that people going the right of way still get their tires shredded, shit like that. Or overly feeding the pigeons on the top of a car dealership so, can, oh, so that luxury. then all the BMWs are luxury completely covered fucking. in in bird shit. Stuff like that. So now Tyler does his first sacrifice. He does the thing where he wants to do a human sacrifice. And uh, we meet Raymond. Raymond K. Essel, right? Uh, goes into a convenience store, tells Edward Norton, meet me around back. And then he comes out back with the clerk. Raymond makes him get on his knees, has a gun to the back of his head. He's like, what did you want to do? I wanted to be a veterinarian with his tests and stuff. Yeah, too much stuff. You know the whole thing. So he's like, all right, well, I've got your ID. I know exactly where you live. I'm going to check in on you. I'm going to check in on you. And if you're not on your way to becoming a veterinarian, I will fucking kill you. And so Raymond runs off. And Edward Norton's like, what the fuck was the point of that? And Brad Pitt's like, Ed, uh, you know, Tomorrow, Edward, or Edward, I don't know what I'm saying. Ed, tomorrow, Raymond's going to wake up, and the sun is going to be the most beautiful thing he's ever seen. That breakfast is going to be the best food he's ever tasted. It's going to be the most beautiful day of his entire life. I, I feel like I understand the power of that. I understand part the point of, the movie, of what he's going for, yeah. But I have also, through my own decision making and things that were outside of my own control, have been very close to death on. Or then a few occasions. And it's not like the next day I was always like, yes, the sun is Well, okay, but it wasn't someone like, I have a bright. gun to your head and I'm going to fucking kill you. No. No. You know, that, that's a bit, that's a bit <laughs> different is, way. It is different, it's I guess. But like, it's still like, if you're that close to death, like if, if you, you know, lived through a big primary fire or something like that, and then you're like, holy shit, man, that was freaking nuts or whatever it was. It's not like the next day I was, I was just like, well, I guess, you know. I don't know. If, if I find breakfast myself. Breakfast is good now. Yeah, breakfast is always to, fucking I mean, good because there's I, bacon I, in it. I used to work grave. I used to work grave at a convenience shop. And if I had a situation where some fucker brought me out into the back of the fucking shop, held the gun to the back of my head and like was asking me all these fucking questions, I think the next morning when I woke up, I'd probably be. Super yeah, I would not have like, that shitty job anymore. I would be, be much like, more enthused about pursuing yeah, like, my life right. and what I wanted. You <laughs> yeah, know, I'd probably, I think, I'd probably I think just would... move and find a freaking convenience store to work at somewhere new. Please, Kroger, can you transfer me up north, <laughs> yeah. please? So, so I get it, though. Like, It makes him regain his drive, his passion for life. You know, I would hope that it would work out yeah. that way. And I like so, that he's, that, but that's also the capitalist system of intent... It takes a whole lot of money to become a veterinarian. Yeah. And you either got to go into a lot of debt for it or get a scholarship. And I don't think there's going to be a whole oh, lot of scholarships. God. And even for if you make it out the other end with a lot of debt, you're going to be in a lot of debt 
for a long, long time. time. Don't worry, guys. Yeah. Biden got elected. We're uh, we're gonna forgive student debt now. Yeah. Oh yeah, until yeah. February, right? Was that no? Was give a f- student supposed debt. to be forgiven, but uh, well, he's you know he also promises two thousand dollars. He, 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 he keeps that. he keeps pushing back when we have to start making our loan payments again. Yeah, he does push that back, but man, I, I, yeah, I don't think that, that we have loan, forgiven student loan forgive, debt, nah, but man. I'd also would like for freaking old mansion to fall off his yacht. <laughs> oh yeah, fuck that dude. Fuck that dude. Like, I mean, I think Biden's doing. I think he's doing what is can. I don't think Biden, he's doing as far as what. Honestly, I would. honestly, Biden could sit on his bidet and just fart all day and do a way better job than Trump was doing. We'll put that that way. But he's obviously not doing a whole lot of stuff he was saying he was going to do. But that's politicians, baby. I mean, that's that's the name of the game. They, have, they say what they need to say to get elected. That's America, baby. That's, yeah, I had a do. tremendous amount of student loan debt, and I did yeah. pay it all off. I hold none, but I still believe that it should be forgiven. I still believe that I believe that we have free school from kindergarten to 12th. I think we can do kindergarten through 16th right. or 18th. At, why, or why not? Just least, expansion. Don't call, call it free something. Degree, call right? it an expansion. Yeah, a- it's not free expansion. expansion. Also, like, it's it's not, well, you took out the loans, you got to pay it back. Okay, but that's an impossible loan. Student loans don't operate like any other fucking loan. It's an impossible fucking loan. These things are stupid, it's, dude. You can go bankrupt and you will still be in student no, loans. No, absolutely. No, yeah. I agree. I know. Like I said, it, it, I had a lot of that's student why, loans. I got an engineering degree You can with die. With forgiving, and it just goes to your next of kin. Forgiving student is loans isn't the same as... Well, you got a loan, you got to pay back. No, 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 no. That shit's different. Anyway, that's that's a that's a different <laughs> podcast. That's our sideshow. So now, yeah, that's, he's uh, back at the house. He's, the he's back at the house. He's almost almost talking to Marla. She's like all in about it. She's like, oh my God, you're actually going to fucking talk to me? Holy fuck. You're like, no, 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 no. What was that you're saying? I want to talk about this. Let's get into this. What do you mean us? She said us. Because she fucking us. knows something's up. Yeah. She right. knows something's up. Yeah, yes. Everybody, everybody in the movie at this point. The, no, the guys in the fight so, club. Everybody, like, because he is, he approaches them all, like, as far as they know, what's one person, but it's not nah. one person. So, like, Everybody knows, like, yeah. He's so like, what the fuck trying, are you talking about, bro? Yeah. He's starting to talk to her, but he's hearing something in the basement. When he opens the basement door, Tyler's down there. He's like, you're not talking about me, are you? And so then, and here's another scene where it's like, Tyler goes, this conversation, and Edward, this conversation is over is over and he repeats sorry I hit your mic no, he's repeating Tyler's own words in his own Tyler speaking so it's yeah. yeah of course and 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 this like I feel that probably David Fincher was like did I make this too obvious this seems so obvious it seems so obvious the way I'm doing all this well once and you know maybe what's it was, going but, on it's super obvious yeah but when, first I don't remember when you're first, the first watching time I watched it, you don't it. think but it I is. think I knew going into it the first time I watched it because I didn't watch it in the theaters or anything well, I didn't either. So, so I, I knew what was coming. So I don't know if I would have had it figured out by then or not. So, yeah. but so now we like Tyler's building bunk beds, and Edward and Warren's like, "What? What the fuck? Are you building bunk beds? What another bunk beds? Another for? guy's standing on the front porch, and and Tyler Durden's like, "No, fuck you, get the fuck out of here!" And even for some reason, has Edward Norton going out randomly screaming at well, the sky. Well, no, he explains it to him, and then he's just like, "He just if they're if they're too it. fat, tell them they're fat. If they're too with this, or tell them this, 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 this. But that's it. He, he just, doesn't he just go. He doesn't it. say why. He doesn't say make them stand there for three just days and then let them in. He's just like. Whatever's going on, tell them they're too much of that and try to get them out of here. And that's it. That's all he tells them. And Edward Orange is like, okay. I'm going to follow along. And then I go out there and I scream at this guy and say, hey, you're trespassing. Fuck you. I'm going to call the cops. But then I come back inside and I don't call the cops and I don't ask any more questions, apparently. All right, whatever, Tyler. And he just runs with it. And he runs with it. So 
and and they keep going with it. And I like so when they do that to Meatloaf, and then Meatloaf's like, "Well, fuck!" And he gathers and he up his shit, and starts bag, walking, and, and then Edward runs out, out, and he's like, "No, dude, it's a thing. It's a thing. Here's the thing. You just gotta, you just gotta, just gotta, gotta stick it through, stick it through." And so, but how do they know about this? Like, was there a fucking flyer? How do they know? All right, you need to bring two pairs of shirts, two pairs of pants, two pairs of shoes. You got to have three hundred dollars. The thing you got to have oh, probably was your self, your yeah. self barrier. Feud. But then how do they like? How did that first guy know you have to stay in here? And we are going to tell you to leave three hundred times a day for three days. No support. Yeah, and, and you got to stick it through, days, and then you're, you're gonna... in because Meatloaf didn't get that note. Yeah, but he knew that he had to go fucking stand there, right? But he didn't get the note about suffer through all the abuse. Well, maybe I mean I don't know if that the suffering was something that they because knew. he was even standing there when they finally let the first guy in. When they finally like, okay, you got this, you got this, you got this, well, you, don't you got this, you got this. Was, he, you don't know how long he was right. standing out there I, I, for. Okay, let me fucking finish. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So when they go out there to the first guy that they've been yelling at for days, and they're like, here's the checklist. You got your clothes, you got your money, you got your bullshit. Fucking, all right, cool, come in. Meatloaf was there. So Meatloaf saw this guy, went through the checklist, he's got the shit, all right, he gets accepted in. But obviously, he knew he'd been standing there because the guy was already standing there when Meatloaf showed up and had been standing there for at least a day or more. So he knows... You got to stay in here for a while and you got to bring all the shit and you get accepted in. So then when they go out and yell at Meatloaf, he's like, well, I guess I give up now. Like, no, yeah. you've already seen the end result. You already well, know fuck, what's going to happen. Maybe he didn't have, maybe didn't have the $300. I don't know. It doesn't matter. He started to walk off. Ed and Edward was like, like, hey, yeah. bud, hey, get back there, up There's here. a bit of here that doesn't make a lot of sense. But anyway, they start building up this fucking army, right? They build up this whole big army and, um, and I love that he immediately puts them to work. He pulls a real Miyagi. Yeah, they're making gardens. They're, they're fucking like fixing the house, fixing up the <laughs> house, and all that shit. Like, oh, you want to learn karate? Okay, wax you my fuck. You gotta, you gotta do all this paint my me. fence, wax the deck, clean the car, do like you gotta. Yeah, and maybe I've been doing like, up. man, I should hire a contractor to come in here and redo this kitchen. Yeah. Like, no, I should start a fight. Club. <laughs> yeah, I just start a fight club and get all these fucking poor saps to do it for free. And so they start cleaning up, and then like at one point, Edward Norton comes home, but. I don't what coming home from what he doesn't work anymore. What the fuck is he coming home from? He just but went he, on a leisurely. Stroll. But he comes home and and Brad Pitt's like, here, take these beers and go celebrate. He's like, S- celebrate what? And they go and we see the news report where they have the big smiley face and green. Yeah. But immediately and the as eyes. he walks into the room, the guy's like, oh sir, let me take those. Yeah, yeah, me. yeah, yeah. They're like, because uh, he's he's the guy. He's well, he's one of one. He's one of the two as we know for first-time viewers, that started this whole thing. So they take the beers from him and pass the beers around, And but we see the news report, because now they have a TV. They never had a TV in this house the whole time that these two guys had been there, but now they got one. And it's a big green paint down the entire side of Nakatomi Plaza, and the two fucking offices have been busted out with fire erupting for the eyeballs. And then you see Brad Pitt has green paint all over his hands. Yeah, so, there it does. And everybody's like, woo! We did it. We made the news. So now there's a there's a big city fundraising dinner, and there's like a main investigator's talking about these underground boxing clubs and all this. And he goes off to the bathroom, and this is where like every single waiter in this place like takes the wigs off and throws shit down and follows them. And then Tyler Jordan would grabs them. Would notice this? Yeah, <laughs> right. The entire wait staff just walking out at one point, <laughs> all in a wave. Um, but 
As soon as he opens the bathroom door, Tyler Durden's right there, grabs him, throws him down. They tape him, bind his hands, do the whole thing. And he's like, hey, we fucking cook your food. We clean your house. We wash your car. We keep your world running. Do not fuck with us. Or we're taking your balls. And then they get the Man. knife and they go down and they just cut the rubber band the off. The rubber band off. But like, goddamn, if you were put in that fucking position, yeah, yeah. man. So now, Jared Leto, who's just been kind of f- just farting around this Mr. movie. Mr. Angel just, Face. Just, just farting throughout this movie. Fuck Jared We finally Leto. get to see him fighting Edward Norton. And this is the only fight Edward Norton ever wins. Where he beats the absolute shit. Out of Jared Leto. He shouldn't have lived through that. Like, no. And everybody just standing around awkwardly being like, Yeah, because. Oh, that's going a bit far. Because that's the fucking rules. The rule third, is once third, you're third or, or fourth rule, like if a guy taps or if he goes limp, the fight's over. But he went limp and Edward's just. He is fucking Hulk fucker, smashing dude. this dude's face because he played the Hulk as we talked. <laughs> so he's like. He the, is the Hulk, yeah. And so when he finally gets up and walks yeah, off. But and he's er, the Joker. Usually. <laughs> <laughs> Edward Norton's Joker? No, Leto. Oh, Leto is Joker. Because of this, probably. It was this situation where he's like, okay, goddammit. This is the Joker origin story is what this is. This is so, how, but this then is, you, like, every time a fight ends throughout this whole movie, everybody's like shaking hands. They're like, oh my God, good fight. Yeah, we're real doing a bromance thing here. But after this one, everybody like parts the Red Sea and he walks through him and he's like, okay, what the fuck? That wasn't cool. And he walks over, and Brad Pitt's like, "Hey, where'd you go, psycho?" And he gets this line, "I, I felt, I felt like destroying something beautiful." Because his name was <laughs> Angel Face, because he was super blonde. Uh, I think it looked creepy. I think he looked better all mangled up. I don't like Jared Leto. Jared Leto sucks. I got. That. I have. I've seen something also on on Twitter recently where like entire world bands behind Jared Leto being most hated actor. <laughs> like, yep. Okay. I All right. I can join Fuck that movement. Jared Leto. I mean, I don't hate him. I don't. I don't care. I mean, there's actors that I don't like, but I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't shy away from something because he's in it. Shia oh, LaBeouf. No, I don't not. care for that guy yeah. either. What you know? He seems <laughs> yeah. like a dickhole as well. But if you ever done to look like a dickhole, yeah. I mean, goddamn, Clint Eastwood stood in. Front of the whole nation made a fool of himself talking to a chair. He yelling at a chair. See, but I still see his movies. You know? Yeah, he still makes some goddamn no, good movies. I'm not yeah. going to shy away from it. anything Jared Leto makes. I just, yeah, but like, Jared, Leto, I face, Jared Leto, Clint Eastwood ain't. You know what I mean? Like, he is no Clint Eastwood. No, no, no. Oh, absolutely he's not. not. But he's had done all right in some things, I'm sure, that I can't think of. Well, uh, what's that? What's that new movie that just came out with? Uh, Makes give me a look like no, he hasn't done it. Uh, I think what I think it's called All the Little Things. Is that on HBO? I don't know. He actually he he played a a little bit. I know of he a, played Mark David Chapman. He played Mark or John Lennon's assassin. Oh, that's fitting. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, he was in that movie I just watched. Uh, well, I didn't just watch it. I watched it a while back. It's on HBO, but. Denzel Washington was in it. And he that played one, like a that creepy one. That's what janitor. I'm talking about. That he's a yeah. creepy janitor. Yeah, he that was. He was that pretty was good. good in that. He, he was, was good. good in that. He yeah. plays I mean, a really. He, he plays he, a really he good creep. Throws himself into every role. Yeah, but his roles are always fucking creepy because, 
Like when he was the Joker, he was like sending all the cast members dead rats because, oh, I'm so method. Like, that's not what method means, dude. That's just fucking weird. Yeah. yeah stop no, sending Daniel Day-Lewis is method, and he puts himself into roles. He's never sent anybody a dead rat. And also, the Joker was never known for sending people dead rats, so that's not part of the method of being the Joker. You're just fucking weird. You're just a weird-ass motherfucker, dude. Yeah, no, I think you, if you, you... You fucking suck, Jared I'm not Leto. an actor, so I can't, I can't begin like, I to get, presume what I have to I, do. I get going method. Like Some people can just be like standing around eating, and then it's like, okay, action. And you just, okay, and now I'm doing this, and here we go. And you, and you do, because that's your job. And whatever. And there's some guys like, no, I have to I have to get in the headspace and I have to like legitimately believe that I am this person. Okay, fine. That's your your method, thus method acting, and that's what they do. But that always involves something that has to do with like when Daniel Day Lewis was gonna be in The Last of the Mohicans, he actually went and fucking lived off the land. Like broke up with this fucking fiance and went and lived out there as if he was a guy living amongst the Mohicans so that he could, in his mind, believably be someone that does that. That's method acting. Just being like, hey, I'm the Joker. That means I'm, I'm going to send you I'm some dead send, rats. I'm going to send you a dead rat. Both of them seem ridiculous and, because and, it's a job. Like, to me, it's yeah. like if I, if I... Oh, absolutely. It's just a job. <laughs> like, like I'm not going to upend my entire life and go live in the I'm trees because I got a role. Divorce my wife yeah. because yeah. I need to be whatever right. it is. Well, know? that's why method is a bit fucking nuts. And so, <laughs> so it's like... <laughs> a bit fucking Daniel nuts. Day-Lewis is the greatest actor ever. Okay, I, I can't disagree with that because he's fucking amazing. But maybe he's the worst because he has to take his entire life and convince himself that he actually is this person where other people can actually act and be like... Oh, work now and and act this part. Yeah. Whereas he can't just actually turn it on and act it. He has to like fully immerse and live it to be able to do it. He's so does that mean he's the worst actor ever? Associate. I think that's why Varney probably was the actual best actor. (laughs) Anyway, we're getting way too off course. Way too off course. So now we get this car scene. Right to the movie. We get back in the. We get in this fucking car. Edward Norton is shotgun. Tyler's driving. Two fucking dudes in the back. One of them's from this fucking show, Mindhunter. Or my, uh, is it Mindhunter? The FBI fucking yeah, the show? the dark-haired guy. Like, yeah. like, I, yeah. I just uh, saw no. that guy the whole movie. I was like, uh, I recognize that guy Mind from Hunter. something. Mindhunter's awesome. I haven't seen so Mindhunter, good. but God. I know he's been in some it's, 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 it's from the, the early days of FBI when they were like just starting to do like mental profiles. And so they would go and interview serial killers and stuff to be like okay there's got to be something else here some way we can like get information out of these guys and figure out what makes them tick and 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 the whole like psychology behind things and it was started like the i don't know for the 60s 70s whatever it, it's a fucking great show just about these two fbi agents that like i go, just i don't know why like i look at that dude i'm like that's a handsome dude like, yeah <laughs> but he's like the he's the old by the book curmudgeoned FBI agent and his partners the new one's like no it's all about psychology and we're gonna do this and he's like no we're gonna smoke cigarettes and more FBI or whatever and bullshit um so anyway mind my mastermind or mind hunt mind hunter I think some some bullshit so they're all in this car and and Edward Norton's pissed like why wasn't I told about this and Tyler's like you decide your own level of involvement I want to know stuff hey you can know anything whatever and so he, you know, he's letting go of the steering wheel, and Edward Norton's trying to grab the steering wheel. He's like, "Here, look at you! You're fucking pathetic! You can't just fucking let go of this!" Is fucking blah blah blah. And 
And he even looks at the guy in the back. Hey, if you were going to die right now, what would you wish you have done? Paint a self-portrait. And they immediately have their answers. And Edward Norton's like, I don't know. I wouldn't like my life very much. What, should, what, what the fuck are we doing here? And Tyler's like, you, you just can't let go, man. You can't let just things be what they're going to be. So he lets go of the steering wheel. And, of course, wrecks into another car and rolls down Bingham and the whole big, big fucking crash. So now... And everybody lives. Of course, everybody lives. Cause that's, Which, yeah, no, sorry. Yeah. Well, we're not. So, we, don't know, we don't know if the passengers live, but uh, definitely. Yeah, we well, the, the two main guys live. So now, back at the house, Tyler's gone. <laughs> the one main guy. <laughs> and uh, he goes into Tyler's room, and Tyler's gone. He's like, fuck, he's gone. And he slams the door shut. Well, and to, on the back of the bedroom door, you see like 30 fucking driver's licenses because he's been doing his human sacrifice yeah. thing a whole lot. And Which so, would be a real inconvenience because, first of all, I'm like, yes, thank God. I got to go follow up on all these guys. Thank well, God that I lived through was, that situation. Like, but now I got to go get a new driver's license. Because yeah. I still got to drive to whatever I'm doing. I got to stand Ow. in the fucking DMV for like three yeah. hours. So, so now he's like, there. Like, bro, can I write my address down on a piece of paper for you? <laughs> so you take <laughs> you my license. Would that be right? Please, please, bro. Just don't take my this license. This could be a real inconvenience. I'd rather you shoot me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> but how fucked up is that, though? Is that... Losing your driver's license is a fucking huge inconvenience. Like, it really is. It really is. It sucks. So they now the guys come back. They bring in Bob's body in, and they throw him on the kitchen table and like pull the mask off, and all this blood flaw, falls out. And like, oh my god, they shot him in the head. Who shot him? Well, we were on this mission. Two birds, one stone. Had to destroy a piece of art and a commercial coffee chain. So they there was conveniently this giant ball. That, for some reason, was a statue. And worked perfectly. Yeah. So they blew it up, and it rolled perfectly straight in through a building, through the lobby into of the a building, like across nothing. the lobby of a building, like into a, a coffee shop. Bearing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> right, in, right into this coffee shop. And, of course, as they're running away, the cops are like, hey, you all stop. And they fire, and they shoot. Shot him. So right the guys are like, oh, my head. God, he's, well, we got to do something with him. And, and Edward Norton's like, no. He's a fucking man. He's a person. His name is Robert Paulson. And Mr. Mindhunter, we know he survived the car wreck. He's like, oh, I get it. And Project Mayhem, when you die, you have a name. His name is Robert, Robert Paulson. Paulson. And then they all stand there like fucking chuds. Just, just, yeah, his like name is Robert about. Paulson. Just Which also, his name is Robert Paulson. Just resol- Was there just two guys on this name. mission? It looked there like there like were three just, or four, I think. Okay, because that's a big dude to drag back. And the yeah, cops right? were hot on their <laughs> oh, tail. Fuck, yeah. And they somehow managed but to get like, Meatloaf. And he got back. shot in the head. And yeah. then like, he ain't Meatloaf. walking on his own. Meatloaf and his bitch tits back. His brain pan was opened wide up, and somehow they managed to get him out of there and back to the yeah, frigging. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's, they and put him on that. the fucking table in the... Well, yeah, I think that was like a kitchen, right? That was in like the kitchen. kitchen. In the house, yeah. Dude, manipulating an unconscious person is... Oh, my God. Very... Oh, just yeah, ask yeah. That's what I called Dead Bill Wade. Cosby. It is <laughs> not easy. <laughs> or Bruce Willis. All right. So now Bruce, we find out. That's Bruce Willis and his we find sneaky out kisses. Those, oh, those sneaky kisses. Sneaky kissy. That's the name of his second. Sneaky his second out Because his first album was called The Return to Bruno. Because the first one never got released. Bruno's sneaky kisses. <laughs> Bruno's sneaky kisses. <laughs> anyway, so we find out that Tyler's been traveling all over. Like, he finally goes into Tyler's room, finds all these airline tickets and this whole agenda and the, everything. So he starts starts following the trail, starts flying to all the places that Tyler had been flying. There are members everywhere. Like, he goes, 
And one of the places was this bar, and the bartenders like got a fucking halo on that the halo with the screws and yeah. the whole fucking thing, and it's like everything's everything's uh, top shape. Security's good, sir. And uh, and then another point, he's in a city, he's going to a place, and you can hear back in the kitchen them chanting, "His name is Robert Paulson. His, His name, name is Robert." Rob- and it's like, God which damn. that is like that that to me means that somebody somebody died. In that, yeah, chapter. somebody died there. But somebody from the house, when he decided to start traveling the world, had also left and spread the word that in Project Mayhem you have a you, name. You have a name. Somehow and that, that name is spread. Robert, because Robert again, Wilson. we're not texting. So somehow no, they not, yeah. they got it's the word fucking, out. It's the early who. So now, well, and up, yeah, I mean, it comes down to the guy that's wearing the halo because he's like, are yeah. you serious? Yeah, like yeah, did Tyler Durden was here. <laughs> he's like, yeah, is Tyler been here? Wait, is this a test? Yeah. And so the bartender's the weakest no, link because he's the test. one that's not like, we're not supposed to talk about it or whatever. He's finally like, you're... Well, he's like, dude, I broke my neck. My face is all fucked up. It, <laughs> he's he's like, wearing that fucking yeah. neck shit. cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, you're, you're, you're Tyler. And that's who's like, whoa. So he rushes back like, to... Are you, his, is this a test? You were here two days ago. Yeah, dude. You're, <laughs> you were standing right where you are now asking about security. It's fine. We're good. So he goes back to his room and he calls Marlon's like, have we done it? She's like, what? Have we had sex? Do you mean, have we had sex or made have love? Have we done it? No, he says, have we done it? Have we done it? Right. So what do you mean? Well, like what you fuck me and then you call me on you, you fuck, you love me. Then you hate me. Is that sum up our relationship, Tyler? And that's when it like zooms in. You even get the noise like we have lost cabin pressure because this is this is <laughs> yeah. when yeah because he keeps is, yeah he keeps doing that yeah. cabin pressure thing and he, yeah he's talking like, about oh my like, god oh fuck so now all of a sudden brad pitt's there in the hotel room's like you broke the rule man you're not supposed to talk to her about me and he's like okay so why is there that sweet red leather oh jacket my god or leather jacket but now he is. doesn't have any hair because he always had like kind of spiked hair like the 90s spiked hair with the frosted tips and stuff yeah but now he's like Shaved like he took the beard trimmer on the lowest setting and like buzzed uh, his head. A lot of those dudes were, uh, yeah, yeah, you know. And so now he's sitting there and it's like, Why does everybody think I'm you? And Brad's like, Oh, you know, no, I don't. Eh, yeah, you do. Is it, is it because I am? He's like, That's right, buddy. You created me. And I love this line I look like you want to look and I fuck like you want to fuck. <laughs> Man. I wish I had a little Tyler Durden. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I wish I was somebody's Tyler Durden. So, so he finally he rushes back to the house. It's completely empty, absolutely empty, except for the remnants of barrels that were used. Well, to make before he left that the hotel, that there was a series of calls that were made between. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, he gets a call. Of- he gets a call log. He does get a call log. Actually, when he's checking out, yeah, the lady's like, "Hey, what about all these calls?" He's like, uh, "What uh, are you talking about?" Like, and he gets a copy of the call log. Right. So he gets back. House is empty, so then he starts calling the numbers on the call log he got from the hotel. He calls and that first one, and, and they're all, fu- all future sites because there's all the folders up on the wall of Tyler Durden's room. So when he's like 1888 Franklin, and then he looks up, and there's a folder for that. And he's like, every call he makes, there's every, a folder yeah. for it, and there are all these specific. So Tyler's calling all these places, checking on shit. So he he tracks down Marla again, uh, tries to talk her for a bit, but she's like, obviously. Fuck you! I don't want anything to do with you. He's like, no, 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 no. I know I'm crazy. You have to, you have to get out of here and never talk to me again. You'd think she'd be like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, he even tells her, done. Like, I'm involved in like a very organized terrorist attack that's about to happen, and she's like, wow, fuck off. Yeah. So finally, he gets her on a bus. I can't see where you're going. Whatever. 
gets her on a bus. She takes off. And then he goes to the cops to turn himself in. I'm leading a terrorist organization. I'm going to do a bunch of shit. Here's all this. You have to fucking arrest me right now. And they put him in an interrogation room. And the main guy is like, I'm going to go look into this. And as soon as he leaves, all the other cops in the room are like, this is really brave of you, sir. <laughs> oh, fuck. You're in the group, too. You're, Listen, yeah. I'm not Tyler. You said you'd say that. Okay, I am Tyler. This mission has got to stop. You definitely, you definitely said you said, said you'd say that. <laughs> so while so pulling him on the table, yeah, and pulling his pants off. Anybody who uh, even you said even uh, anybody even yourself uh, tries to stop any of this, uh, we got to get their balls. <laughs> so they're like trying to tie him down to get the balls, and somehow he gets a gun off of one of them, and is able to get away. He's able to get away by taking one of their guns, and he saves his balls. And then he runs and he goes to the Franklin Street building. And uh, here he finds a van in the parking lay, uh, parking levels underneath the building. Van with explosives. Like the whole back's full of explosives. And her, Tyler comes back. And he just starts karate fighting him and kicking the shit out of him. Even doing like Bruce Lee noises and just fucking the shit up. Which is just ridiculous. Because it's, it's, he's not there. Yeah. So he's just kicking his own he's ass. He's just kicking his own ass yet again. And then I love Straight he, Jim Carrey in he, it. He, he fight, yeah. Jim Barry kicking it. my own ass. <laughs> do you mind? <laughs> but I love when he he fucking like tries to shoot Tyler and he goes, "Whoa, you are firing a gun at your at a figment of your imagination in front of a van full of nitroglycerin." <laughs> really scolds him there. Pretty pretty good <laughs> like, line. School mom style. Yeah. So, but it's a pretty brutal fight, and I love like when it's. Watching them, you know, see the two of them fighting and Brad Pitt like kicks him in the face and he falls downstairs. But then it cuts to like security camera and it's only Edward Norton. Yeah, like, like it falling shows them falling down and, together or whatever. And, but then in the it's just him it's just him like the security camera is just just him. And it does that. So now now we're caught up to the opening. Edward Norton sitting in a chair, gun in his mouth, Tyler holding it, you know, waiting for all the bombs going off. Edward's trying to talk. And we get the, the whole thing we had at the beginning. And, uh, you know. Hey, we only we got like fifty seconds left. Whatever, just shut up and just just watch. And this is where Edward Norton's like, "Wait a minute, you're me. So if that if that gun is in your hand, that means it's actually in my hand." And then he looks down, and the gun is in his hand. And 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 Brad Pitt's like, "Okay, well, I'm a figment. Like, what are you gonna shoot a figment in your mouth? You're." You are imagining me right now. What are you going to fucking well, I'm shoot not at me? I'm, I'm not, not real. real. Uh, and so he puts the gun in his mouth and fucking shoots. And it, here's here's what's weird. And I, I, I mean, I don't know what I expect them to do with this. I don't have better ideas. But the back of Brad's head blows out. Well, it's a, it's a really cool scene because, like, he shoots and then he's just like... His eyes kind of roll like, back. Like Ed it. Norton looks back, or narrator, or, or whatever, yeah, whatever. called him, and and he's like, "Holy fuck! Did he just blow his head off?" And then smoke starts coming out of Brad Pitt's mouth, and he like yeah. blows a smoke ring, he's like, and he's like, "What's that smoke taste? Rings. Yeah, what's that? Yeah, what's that taste?" And then we the camera cuts back, and you see the back of his head blown, blown out. out. Yeah, like the exit wound is on the back, and then yeah. You know, he, and he, and falls he falls over, down, falls, falls imaginarily but then, dead. But back to Edward Norton, who actually had to shoot himself to do this, the bullet came out like the side of his cheek. Yeah, like behind his jaw or something, which would still... Would you could suck. live through that. You yeah. could live through that, but that wouldn't Incredibly blow... Incredibly painful, I would assume. Yeah. wouldn't blow the back of the head out of your imaginary friend. 
So yeah, I don't know if that's just. I mean, everything up to this point has been his own mind. So maybe yeah. in his mind, that's what it, it takes to kill. Yeah, that's sure. like you in know? his and mind. That's I was like, like, oh, so then, but then, the, like yeah. all the the Project Mayhem guys run in, and he's like, oh god, he's all froggy and everything sucks. Oh fuck, I shot myself in the face. Oh no, I'm fine. It's like a goddamn hole in the back of his mouth. You know. And then as soon as Marla comes in, he's like, oh. You met me at a really weird time in my life. And he has like his voice is back totally fine. Like he doesn't have a bullet hole in his face. You know, it's so weird. Um, so which yeah. is what Nick told me, although we'd met a long time ago. Or I came along on a very strange time. Yeah, that like, came when I had to watch three earnest movies. In Again, like we talked about, hey, join this podcast. Three earnest movies. <laughs> you came along at a really strange time that's, in my life. That's like the three days on the porch. <laughs> where I kept coming out you're too fucking bearded watch more earnest and I did and then I give you a ball tap and come back inside and leave you out there for two ball more tap. days so yeah so Marla's there they they stay in there and then all of a sudden cause yeah we got rid of Tyler but we didn't stop the bombs so all of these buildings Start going. I we did we did gloss over that. The whole point of this whole plan was to erase all the credit information. All, credit. Like all the credit. Everybody, which I am one hundred percent. Everybody behind. goes back to zero. <laughs> Me too. But like, don't you think that these fucking huge corporations have like servers? Backed oh, of course. Up on servers? Oh, well, now they backed do. up on. But this servers, is also nineteen ninety nine, yeah, and they probably. They probably still did, probably but maybe still, not. But yeah, I don't know. But yeah, the, the that's the thing is wipe them all out so everybody goes back to zero because. Who gives a fuck about corporations? This would be good for people, bad for them. Fuck them. Corporations so, is predatory lending yeah, and hundred yeah. percent. So you don't pay taxes on loans. All the all of the buildings start falling. Co- very controlled demolition. Like it Project was. Mayhem was very well, well, for, well done. For, well, done. Yeah. well, they're and, from the they're from the bottom up. Yeah, and we get and we get the Pixies. Where is my mind? We get that. That, what oh, a great song! That is. God, it's such a cool fucking song. It's yeah. a great song. It is a great song. Um, and so that's happening. Pixies are happening. Big old flash of cock, and then credits, because we got to get one, got get one more little like on. elbow jab. Is that is the cock really there? Yeah. All right. I'm gonna have to rewatch it and pause it. I'm gonna have and. Mandy needs to rewatch it for the cock. He, does, he hates to miss a cock. <laughs> he does. I've <laughs> known this guy I'm for a only, while. I'm only and in if it there's for the one, cock, guys. If there's one thing I can say about Manny, he hates to miss the cock. <laughs> I'm all about. I'm all about that fucking. Mm. All about that cock. About that. Cock. <laughs> no, no treble. Pussy or oh. No pussy. Nah. Okay. All right. Oh we're God. getting. No, no, I'm sorry. Just, that's we're getting way too soon. All right. We're getting to the end. All right. That's the goddamn end of the episode. Let's go go around the horn here. Uh, what are your thoughts? Rewatchability. Man, you know, the other night we were talking about how this movie's heavy. And it is heavy. There's a lot going on. And I think if I watched it again, I'll pro- I'd, I would probably get more out of it. It's a movie that... It's not a movie that I'm going to watch casually. I'm going to give it a rewatch. But it's going to be like a very purposeful rewatch. Like, I'm going to watch this movie because I'm going to pay fucking attention to it. And I want to know what's going on. So, that's a rewatch for me. You're not going to play it in the background. You're going to be sitting and paying attention to it. Yeah. It's not a background movie. This is a movie you got to fucking pay attention to. 
So I've, I've been kind of quiet through a lot of the episode because this was, I think, the second time I've seen this movie. And the first time was back in like 99. I didn't see it in the theaters, but whenever it came out of video. So 99, 2000, I was in college. And everybody loved it. And at the time, like, I, I don't want to judge anybody about how they watched movies, but it was a lot of, I was in college and there's a lot of frat dudes that thought that that was just like, okay, we're going to go get in fights. A bunch of dudes that had never been in fights going out and trying to pick in fights. And when I'd watched the movie, I had been in no shortage of fights through high school and everything like that. And I did not think it was that cool because it sucks to get punched in the face and it sucks to get your ass kicked. And I've had, if you guys know me and looked at me, I'm not a big dude. And a lot of the fights that I've been in did not turn out real well for me. And the ones (laughs) that I did win still hurt a lot the next day. So like it didn't make sense to me to do this for fun. So, and then there was also like, there's so many like bro dudes that were like just all about it that honestly, it really soured the movie for me. It, It, uh, they, they all read the movie wrong, man. And that may be, but at the end of the day, with all that taken into consideration, I didn't care for the movie the first time I watched it, and I've always carried like kind of a sour note towards it. And then coming into watching it again, I, I carried that sour note. I took very little notes. I probably should have paid better attention. It is a very good movie, but I'll probably go another 20 years before I watch it again. So I'd say for rewatchability, it's pretty long. If you're really wanting something that's heavy that you want to pay attention to, then that's on you, but I, 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 it's not a rewatch for me. <laughs> not, right. that's, that's on that's you. Fair. That's 100% fair. Yeah. All right, yes. Okay, so it is It is a fairly long. It's like two hours, 20 minutes. It's just over two hours, yeah. Uh, pretty long. Uh, but yeah, so anything with the, big, with the big twist, I feel like you have to, because when we get the reveal that Tyler Durden is Edward Norton, then it does flash back, and when he's like handing the beer... Uh, we should do this again sometime and handing the beer over. It shows him handing the beer over and dropping it on and it falls to the bot, you know, falls to the street. And, uh, and then it shows him fighting in the parking lot by himself. When those guys walk up and start forming the group around him to start the first fight club or whatever. And it's just, and they're probably just walking around and be like, what the fuck is is this crazy dude? dude?" But then that, that, that begs a bigger question. Like, why are these guys coming out? Like this dude's just punching the fuck out of himself. Hey, let's follow him. He is our new why messiah. Do they, why do they let's start a club. Obviously insane. Let's start a why club. Why are we with gonna? Them. Yeah, let's follow him and, and make through a the club movie. And do it's all like this. this dude is acting insane. He's acting like two people. Yeah. Like why would they follow this person? But then you see a lot of shit. Like the reason that Tyler always wins fights and Edward always loses because Tyler fights first. He starts it, so he fights. He's fresh, beats shit out of guy. Then when Edward Norton comes in, that's second fight. So. He's he always loses because he's, he's already out. been in a fight, you know. So like, there's 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 a fuckload. There there are almost so many. Like when you watch it again and again, it's it's like really obvious. But when you yeah. don't know, it's not, and it's done really really well that you don't notice shit if you haven't seen it a bunch of times. So I say yes, high high rewatchability just for that like. The more you watch it, the more shit you catch, and the more you see, and it's it's the same movie, but it it plays out differently almost. And like you see it it's differently, kind of different, every and time that's you pretty watch cool. Yeah. Not many movies can do that convincingly, and I think this one does it very well. Uh, but yeah, it's it's heavy. A, you're not gonna put it on while you have people. You're not gonna hang out. You're not gonna put no. it on and, and play this games on your phone. That's not a party movie. Yeah, but. 
the reveal is huge, and then the more you rewatch it, even knowing, like, I've probably seen it 15 to 20 times now, even knowing how it, how it plays out and what the big reveal is, like, you still see more shit where it's like, oh, my God, that's, like, the most obvious sign ever. How did I not see that before? How did this, how did this ever play out like a normal movie where you didn't know like it, it can, like those, you can the, the, you can the, still the, enjoy uh, it knowing everything and it's the most obvious thing you've ever seen a, somehow like, a, like it has so many different layers the tyler to it. flashes now that you know that there's some tyler flashes rewatch this even like just rewatch like the first 30 minutes of it but everything he says everything he does every way he interacts with other people like it's it's, it's, it's all it's done so, in an air of a way it's so in a way. Well, and yeah, I think exactly. when I rewatched like, it for this, like I watched it, like I said, one. T- I think I only watched it one time when I was in college, yeah. and I was like, ah. It's and then like even knowing going in now this time, like I did pick up more. And, but you're talking about the Tyler flashes. Yeah. I apparently didn't miss that, but I, I, I wasn't. They're like, yeah, dude, they're, they're quick. And we we talked about quite a few, but there's a lot like lines or the way he delivers lines, and there's a lot of stuff. And there's that, there's also just like body language and expressions where he's where he uh it's it's uh Edward Norton by himself. And he does things, and he kind of, kind of like grimaces a little bit, like and he's like, "Oh, there's something there." Like, well, in half well, the time that I was watching it, rewatching it this time, like it was like just trying to figure out how these people would all follow this insane person. Like, yeah, this yeah. Person that yeah. Comes once in you, you break it down, comes to, in and tells like, them the opposite man, thing of what they just. Once, told once you break it down to that, like. If those guys walked out of that bar and there's a dude just punching himself in the face, they'd be like, oh, look at this fucking dude. What's Maybe they'd take doing? a video on their phone or whatever and they'd leave. They wouldn't follow him. They wouldn't be like, hey, can we join? They wouldn't do any of that and none of this would happen. I don't and think yeah, so, once yeah. it turns out that so, he's though. two different people and some interact with Tyler and then later interact with Edward Norton and be like, okay, well, you're schizophrenic. Also, That's really, fucking crazy. But also, if you really think about it, though, like, he had been going to all of these fucking anonymous meetings, right? A lot of these people, a lot of these people are vulnerable. They're already people. vulnerable people. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think that has a lot. To and man, talk and don't about get me wrong. Like I'm not saying that it's not a. I mean, I'm. It is a good movie, it's and good it's movie. great actors no, it's that are doing movie, yeah. their craft. But in very real life, well. it would never work out because they'd be like, "Hey, this dude is fucking crazy. He's got like m- multiple personality man, disorder." I don't know. He's been around I mean, the last few got, years. We've got. I feel like it would. I feel like a lot of we've people got, follow crazy people. We got Q in this fucking world, you know, like people following that shit, like. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. Just a bunch of vulnerable people, you know. It's just the all out- right. So it plays all right, on the let's, outskirts. Okay, let, let's wrap this fucking up. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I think it's rewatchable. I think it it it, it requires a re- at least man- one rewatch, if not multiple. It's a one one rewatch. Um, so that's it for us. Uh, let us know your fucking thoughts on this crazy thing uh, on Twitter at their watch party email us at the rewatch party at gmail.com uh, maybe you've only seen it once before because you got in too many fights growing up like Anthony <laughs> or maybe you watched it a whole bunch of times because you've never thrown a punch in your life and this made you feel like a man like me so you know let us know what you think <laughs> I had a very punchable face <laughs> oh I definitely did that's, too that's rough macho not, with the notice I didn't say face. I've never been punched I said never thrown a punch big old difference Anyway, speaking of punching, join us next week as we get in the fucking ring with Mark Wahlberg and the fighter. Also, his brother does a bunch of meth. Until then, I'm Nick with Anthony and Manny, and thanks for rewatching.
I'm the sausage. He's my younger brother. Wait, you gotta help me finish God. this. Taught him everything he knows. You don't want to see where this fight is headed. Turn oh. over. I'm still his trainer. I have a fight next week. And after I win, I'm gonna start making good money so you can live with me more days, okay? Good luck, Daddy. Don't hold your breath, Casey. Bye, baby. You pave streets, right? Yeah, I do. And I'm a fighter. I heard you were a stepping stone. Oh, I mean, I had a few tough fights, but the next fight's gonna show who I am. Yeah, and he's gonna lose that one, too. So move that sugar ass and give him hey. a hit. Don't disrespect hey. her. Mickey Ward is 31 years old. He's here because he needs the money. Look at the size of that guy. He's got 20 pounds on me, Dickie. You don't fight, nobody gets paid. I'm quitting, Shelley. I'm done fighting. I don't need it anymore. It's sad that you let them take it away from you. I was embarrassed. I told everybody I was going to win that fight and get back on track. I'm sick of being a disappointment. Look, Mick, nobody's got heart like you. You're a very talented fighter. I want to give you a real shot. Make one last run at this thing before it's too late. What about my brother? He's taught me everything I know. I can't do it without him. With all due respect, he's too much trouble. Dickie, get on the ground right now! He's a fighter! Break his hand! Mick, I was doing it for you. You did right? it for me? Remember, what, yes? Yeah. Do me a I'll favor, don't get knocked up for me uh, no more, okay? For a title shot? Not a stepping stone anymore. He's using you. You can't beat me. You had a hard enough time being you, and that's why you're in here. We're gonna train, they gotta go. Why am I the problem? I'm his blood, I'm his family. You're crazy. I'm the one fighting. Not you, not you, and not you. This is my shot at the title. I won't get another one after this. Mickey has a chance to do something that I never did, and he needs me. Okay. I see Ed Mickey's corner. This is your time. I have my corner, I blew it. You don't have to. Young Mickey, why? Young Mickey, why?